Yeah. Shout out to everybody. How you doing? Good evening, this is my name is Jacob Johnson. How y'all doing, man? Um, you know, you ever notice that news reporters they talk different, like people that are real, true, like news reporters. You know, some of these YouTubers and shit that they lied about. Yeah, you know, I'm a talk show host. You know, what's that? Telling them my anchor man or whatever, but it's like they talk different, so you're definitely not that. <laughs> it's funny though, man. It's it's really hilarious, man. It's like you can be whatever you want to be, you, know? you can't, you can be whatever you want to be, but now it's too many wannabes, you know what I mean. You can be whatever you want to be, but you don't want to be a wannabe. I'm saying, shout out to Ed Fresh. What's the day, my brother? Shout out to Ed Fresh. Yeah, we, we high definition tonight. You know, the sound is, is sucking. You know what I mean? You know, when I play with this audio, I, I got to get these in because, you know, sometimes you got to remember, man, it's going to be a little distraction when this weather gets warm. But then again, not really. It's kind of like, I'm weird, man. I like this weather, but I also think the notes are really dangerous. Common folks are dangerous to me. You know, I do, you know what I'm saying? I'll do a fucking uh, a picnic, right? And they go out to dinner. I like picnics, but if I see a thousand people around doing picnics, I, I'll get up and get my shit and go. And it gotta be a clean park. Sometimes I'm only a lady, you know. So many of you got dogs now, so I won't even lay the, co the, the cover down in the park. I go to a park and I get like a location where I can put the cover on like a part of the concrete. You know what I'm saying? I get groovy with that shit. You know what I'm saying I get I get groovy with it. Not jiggy with it, groovy. With it. <laughs> it is. We go hard. Man. Shout out to King Harlem, man. Salute. Salute to the king. We high def tonight, you know what I'm saying? And um, I figured I'd get these in before. Because I know once I go back out in the streets, oh, the streets was looking so good. The streets was looking so good today. Whoa. Wow. The streets were really, really looking good. I appreciate that. It's, um, it's a good look, you know? It's a good look because I've, you know, I'm in my creative zone. So you're going to see from there on, I may not have anybody jumping on this live because I'm really on the creative zone and I'm really, really getting to the point where I'm starting to become my own person. And when the weather gets warm, I get into this mode of creativity. So you're going to see a lot of these things coming up. Shout out to, yes, high depth, definitely. Thank you. Appreciate that. Chapter Fear, so 85. Yes, I'm, I'm trying, man. Um, You know, I stumbled across a couple of topics, but if you know me by now, I kind of talk about something that's just on my mind. Somebody that kind of gives me like that layout to talk about something. Um, you know, I, I, I'll play that, that kind of role. You know, I, I think now we're at a point now where there's a lot of a lot of creativity is lacking. 
and I don't like I don't like the things that I see. And it's simple stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like people are just cooning now. It's just getting ridiculous. And I feel the only way going to talk about it is to step our shit up. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, I feel like that's just the way to go. Um, shout out to Mick J. I appreciate that very much. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm a fan of video quality. You know, the great thing about video quality, everything is based on what you do with it, right? So what I mean by that is we, you know, you can treat things, you can have fun with things, and that's what makes things original because, you know, making things original, we, we, we play with it. We kind of play with things, kind of like know what's going on, what we need to do. Um, when I'm grouped up with you guys, I get grouped. And then I find myself grouping and I'm not focused on quality. I'm not focused on content. I'm not focused on definitely quality. Quality means I'm big on quality. But I feel that I've been slipping on quality since I've been streaming. Because I miss so much being polished and tweaking and working with cameras and stuff like that. So, you know, like anything else, if you practice makes perfect. And when you stop, you become a little, you know, Rusty. I like watching things. I watched this extraordinary TV show. Can somebody tell me the name of that TV show with the four black women? One has short hair. Oh, what a great show. What a great. Like that show just wanted me to go into producer mode. I have to shoot a movie. I have to do a lot. Like I really, really like this show. And the fact that it's shot in New York City as well. I would assume it's a good year. They were showing the black drop in New York City. But it was a beautiful show, man. It was on stars. As you know, 50 Cent pretty much kind of blew stars up, right? He did. Shout out to 50, man. I talk shit with all you guys, man. But at the end of the day, they do it and help us out with a lot of things as well. Things in general, they help us out with a lot of Shout out to Body Snatchers. Jay Z and Nas, sorry, not sorry. All the songs, fuck. Um, I don't know, man. The only thing that's positive about that song is the fact that Jay-Z and Nas are side-by-side rapping with each other. Um, they could lose fucking college. I'm just not a college fan at all. Just not. I feel like there's too many legendary DJs that should have been in that video. I feel that college is of what people deal with now, but I don't know. I'm just not a fan of Colin I think Jay-Z and Nas, seeing them side by side was just fucking inspiring. You know what I love? I love to see brothers come to peace. Like, I want to be that guy. I think I am that guy because I'm accepting a lot more of people's lifestyles. Even with shit, I'm like, damn, you fuck with this nigga? Like, I fuck with a Trump support. You know what I'm saying? How, how am I friends with this nigga? I mean, the nigga's a bum. But he's a bum to me. He wouldn't be a bum to you. You may look like your mate. He ain't a bum. He got to somebody. He's still a bum. I know him. He knows I know him. You see him? Look at the video. Look at the video I, I put up there. A white guy gets on. Uh, calls Black Islands. Look at that little video. It's a little clip. It's no childhood friends. I've been, been friends years with somebody. It trains you how to accept people. But at the end of the day, 
Nas and Jay-Z, the one thing I give Jay-Z credit at the end of the day, he paying homage and he giving Nas his flowers right here. You can't even interview Nas. And you can't even interview Nas and talk bad about Jay-Z. You can't even talk about Ethan because he's going to be like, my, my man, like, the shit is over. We off that, like you know what I'm saying? Don't don't interview me and talk about fucking either. I guarantee you, before you do a, a Nas interview, Nas will do an interview with you quicker than Jay Z. The publicist is going to tell you don't ask any questions about him and Jay Z. Trust me. Shout out to NYC King, man. Give me the song. Like I said, it, it's all right. I'm, like I said, the, the, I could turn the song down and just see the both of them together. All these years later, twenty years later. Knowing where they was at 20 years ago. People, that shit went over a lot of people's heads, man. Y'all better get it together. Get it together. I mean, listen, you could eliminate bums out your life, but you don't have to eliminate bums out your life. As you're growing, they're going to fall off. <laughs> it's like, y'all y'all turn the time on there, the terminology falling off when a nigga just starts getting on some bum shit or smart smoking crap. That's not falling off. Falling off is really where you are doing what you do and your friends that are worthless eventually will fall off. And if they're worthy, they'll stay with you. Nas is definitely a worthy friend of Jay-Z. That's why they protect each other. They're no longer what we've seen. Y'all heard me. You know what I mean? You called me ugly. I called you ugly. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's, they're over that. See, they didn't do what most people would do. They would keep that energy still going. Fuck energy. I'm not going to use that stupid ass word. Keep that beef going. Let's just call it what it is. Shout out to NYC King, man. I appreciate you. I hear, man. You know, I'm trying. Um, I'm here at the studio, officially. When you see the lights lit up like this way, you know where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? You should know by now. So I'm at the studio. But before I get kind of this evening going on, um, shout out to everybody. I'm looking forward to a stupendous weekend. Good friend of mine, my best friends. Birthday's coming up soon. Um, I don't know. You know, it, it's it's a kind of. I don't celebrate birthdays the way I should because I feel that the way that this world has been for the past couple of years for me, I haven't really been. It's, it's focusing, excuse me, really enjoying birthdays the way I should. I feel that this shit just became like from dreadful to fake. So it's like, it's a little bit of this and that, it's different, you know? So we're gonna give it a try. Shout out to my boy and trying to do the right thing for him. None of that turn up bullshit. We keep shit close to home. Y'all niggas can jump outside and be on your, no six feet away from each other. Y'all can do all what you gotta do. I risk that shit every day. I risk it today. Risk it. You risk it the minute you're around somebody. At the end of the day, we'll try to make the best of it, man. Shout out to Michael Matroka. I appreciate that. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate that. Super sticker. Give Michael Matroka a round of applause. Michael Matroka is one of my many few supporters. And he's not a black dude. He's a non-black man. Just to let you know. <laughs> That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I only know, you know what I mean? I, I was growing up this way. I didn't know. I never had all black friends. 
I had all types of food. I had everything. Everything you could name, I grew up with it at a young age. A lot of y'all niggas ain't seen this shit till I was fucking 40. A lot of y'all ain't seen Hispanic till you were 45. I grew up right there, meaning I was born that way. I grew up in Brooklyn Women's Hospital. I was born in, I grew up, I was born in Brooklyn Women's Hospital. I was already around all types of folks in the incubator, the delivery room, all the above, labor delivery. That's where I was. And it continued from there. Oh, boy. Damn, I got a couple of assholes here already. Shout out to Fizz, so 85. Shout out to you, man. I appreciate your contribution to a fish sandwich. You know what, man? That's a good one. And you know what? A fish sandwich is definitely one of my favorite sandwiches. So salute to you. This is nothing like a fish sandwich. Like, you go to the fish spot. Look, just give me a fish sandwich. They give you that nice fish in a little basket. And you put two pieces of wheat bread there. I put some tartar sauce on that. That's a meal. That's a good meal. You don't feel guilty. You know what I'm saying? You don't feel guilty. And so thank you very much for that donation. As a matter of fact, between the fish sandwich and something to drink, and I have some vegetables and knock that down. No, I don't forget that. Make sure you put that green in food every day. I don't care if you eat like a, a little half a head of lettuce. Put that shit in your damn mixture. That's important. So thank you very much for this. So I appreciate that. Body Snatcher says, how long you been growing your dress, brother? I started growing in 2018. As a matter of fact, um, I got this t-shirt, but I got to do a production with it this week. And um, I think the production is uh, locked in. Um, these my brothers sent me a, a t-shirt. And I got to do a major production. So I'm not going to do a live. I'm going to actually do something with the camera. Hopefully tomorrow I can actually get to that. I think tomorrow I'll be able to do But um, I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of these solo videos. So just, yeah. This doesn't mean I'm going to have a guest on my podcast. I'm not going to have a guest on uh, these live videos. But I'm just saying you'll see more solos because now it's just time to go ahead and this advice. So, um, yeah, I started in 2018, September. And, uh, yeah. I would have grown dreads a long time ago, but I think I was having a dry scalp issue. And I don't know what happened in 2011. Um, had like a crazy injury. And I remember one of my ex-girlfriends brought me some um, head and shoulders. And I remember, I was like, what the hell is this shit going to do? I tried everything. Because I was trying to grow dreads in the 90s. But my dress will last for a week because my scalp was crazy, dandruff and shit. Then I don't know what it was, man, but something happened, man. What a miracle. I've never had a dry scalp since. It's crazy. Since 2011, I've been growing. So I started growing it. Well, I, I was going to do it before that, but I started doing like these twists that would just wash out. I was doing the nappy hair with the hairline shit back in 2000. Right? Go back and check it out. I got an old TV show that. Um, Sally Jesse Raphael, I think I shot that shit in 99, and my hair was, my shit was fresh to death then, but, yeah, 2018, September, man, so I'm going to come up to three years, man. and it got more. I can't do the plastic, nigga, I need that, no, I can't, you, you know what it is with the plastic? 
The problem is, is that it, it, I just don't like it. Man. I just it, it's it's like a woman overdoing it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. We're gonna get into that. Shout out to Mark Ellison in Chicago, by the way, too, which is worse. Shout out to New York City. Hmm. Which is worse. It depends. Because see, in, in the south side of Chicago versus New York City. Like, see, New York City, we got a lot of fucked up areas, like, you know, the Bronx. Um, but there's areas in the Bronx. There's areas in Brooklyn. There's areas in Manhattan. There's areas in Queens. There's areas in Staten Island. Like, New York City as a whole, I don't know. That's a great question. I think the gang activity is worse in Chicago. Um, but then again, I think more, I think more niggas is dying in, in some shot of Chicago. That's a good question. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure because I don't know if the south side of Chicago is like one particular section versus NYC is spread all out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the traffic. <laughs> you talk about the traffic, you talk about the crime. My bad. Traffic-wise, I couldn't even tell you, man. I'm pretty sure New York is probably worse on that shit. They saying that L.A. gives us a good one for our money. Some woman can pull off a fake body. Only a whack nigga would say this. This fucking clown is back again. Can I pull off a fake body? Nigga's fake. Like you. He's a fake nigga. You can't pull off being real because you're fake. He's a fake nigga, and you're back again. You got your original name back now, El Negrito, right? You know what you should call yourself? Oh, Stupido. Because everything that comes out your mouth is wrong, my nigga. I don't even want, Why do you keep coming back to this fucking show? I don't like you. I, I just don't. I tried when I was going through the MGTOW shit. I, was, I did a whole month and just trying to keep my mouth shut and be back again. I don't know why you're here. Like, I, I would never want to be somewhere where somebody would say that to me. Imagine me going on a live and like, yo, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? I'd be like, oh, what? Get out of here, nigga. Beat it. Go kick rocks. Go do something with your own fucking channel. Nigga. You've been working on your channel for like 10 years. How many fucking followers you got now? Like four? Get out of here, nigga. You're bump. Shout out to K-Dot. What up, big bro? Shout out to Misha L. I've been calling her that so so long because I used to say Misha L. Let's call say Misha Harlem. Shout out to Misha Harlem, ladies and gentlemen. Misha Harlem. Give Misha Harlem a round of applause. Misha Harlem. That's her name. Misha H. That's where it's going. That's that's where it is. Let's, let's just keep it a thousand. That went over anybody's head that's listening to this podcast right now. Let's keep it a thousand. And shout out to everybody that want to call this shit a podcast because they think they got a fucking microphone. We all got a podcast. It's not a podcast. <laughs> like, the audio from this is a podcast. That's why you see me have this equipment. So you can hear it for your listening pleasure. I haven't been using the proper audio lately. That's Slack. So I hate the way it sounds when I post it on the podcast. So I've been posting up a lot of fucked up audio. Personally. Yeah, this nigga just keep coming back. You got no fucking friends, man. It's a bump. 
I mean like that, nigga. And it's the same El Negrito that's, that comes back on the show and be doing this shit and always going against the grain. You know what I'm saying? But whack niggas, everything a whack nigga says is whack. Shout out to Jay Cleese. Nas won the battle, however, Jay-Z won the war. Like, what do you see what I'm saying? Like, don't try to talk hip-hop to me, nigga. I'm a hip-hop connoisseur. Your first hip-hop record was probably Drake, you fucking bum. Come on, nigga. My first record, my first record that I was actually listening was 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 uh not the fat boys, um, Sugar Hill King. Physical vinyl, I still got it. I didn't buy that shit then. I mean, now I bought it then. My pops. Nas won the battle. See, you still on that. See, you nigga, that the battle is old. You fucking bum. Stop coming back here, nigga. Stop. I don't know why you you keep changing your name and coming back. You was going through this whole thing of you being Mexican, and now you you think you straighten your fucking hair. Come on, bro. It's a loser. You know nothing about hip-hop, nigga. Jay-Z didn't win no war, you fucking dummy. The niggas is two successful impresarios. Nigga. Legends. Living legends, you fucking loser. Fuck out of here. We off that deep this shit, nigga. That's what, that's what niggas just keep going back and forth. And that's why Nas and Jay-Z showing the world, nigga, listen, you can't beat them, join them, nigga. We got no time for this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, there, I'm starting to think that Nas and Jay-Z beef was staged. Possibility. That's a good, that's a good comment. That's a good comment. But it also shown you that, that the, regardless of what, they're showing you that at the end of the day, you all love each other. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Like, we off that. No, I don't watch Kevin. I don't watch Kevin Samuels live. I never watched a live video of Kevin Samuels in my life. Never. I watch clips on that World Star Hip Hop shit that niggas shared. A couple little things that I shared on here, but I never watched his video live. I don't watch YouTubers live. I just don't watch myself. I don't even watch myself. Like I'm watching myself now because I'm looking at that monitor, but I don't watch myself. I just, I just put it up and then y'all watch it. But I don't, I don't watch it. Not anymore, that's for sure. Talk to my control. Appreciate you. Start to feel so. He said your average at best. Come on. It's, it's old. It's old now. It's played out. I mean, we often. I mean, it's dying. Big one. Shout out to Jessica L. They are trying to grab a white chick. Do you? Do white have an odor? I'm hearing things. Yes, they do have a, 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 a distinct odor. I'm not gonna say stink, but it's distinct over. Like, you know, um white women tend to smell like you know have you ever been around a sheep? I don't know if you've ever been around a sheep. Okay, so you ever smell sheep or wool? Like black people smell like sheep, and white people smell like dogs. Okay. It's just if you wanted to compare it to an animal, like I'm just trying to give you a thing where I'll give you an example, right? If you go into like a black house, like a in a hood, like I'm in a moving business, it smells like there's a lot of wool in there, like a lot of like somebody has it's like sheep hair, right? That's just how my nose picks it up, right? But then when you go into a white house, they smell like they got a dog or a pet, you know, a big dog. White people usually smell white women, you know what I mean? It's distinct. 
I mean, to, to my, I mean, it's not offensive to people that like dogs. It's not offensive to people that like sheep. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why a dog, if a man's best friend is a dog, I don't know why it's going to be a dish, but I definitely mean it in a derogatory way. Some people think I'm just joking. Man. It's just comedy. Man. That's just how I see it. You could see, I, listen, man, I could tell the difference with a, a two-year-old's voice, whether it's a boy, shit, two-month-old boy or girl. I could tell. I'm good with stuff like that. Shout out to the real mojo, man. I appreciate you. Shout out to you, big bro. Shout out to Omar Oba. What's up, man? Shout out to Ireland, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. Sky Religion. I learned a lot from you, big dog, from Maryland. Shout out to Maryland. Best things to Maryland. You know what? I went to All-Star Weekend in 2001 in Maryland, and it was fucking sensational. 2002. 2002. I'm sorry. Is that 2001 or 2002? It was 2001. Right? Yeah. 2001. Damn. I like Maryland. Now, let me tell you something about Maryland, right? Maryland got blocks out there that look like New York City, like they got these brownstones and shit, right? And it's so amazing because I'm like that same block in Manhattan would be like millionaires run. If you know all was you know done over renovated. But anyway, I went to this place. I can't find this place, right? The best crab sandwich I've ever had in my life. Crab meat sandwich, right? It was this big old fat. I'm talking, it was a it was like a hole in the wall, but there was a line like for days. And I seen brothers and sisters on that line. I'm like, all these niggas smell like wool and dreadlocks. And I'm just playing. But anyway, I was like, oh shit. And I'm looking. I'm like, see this shit's man, I'll never forget that sandwich. But I had that, I was in Maryland again in 2006. Mike's girlfriend at the time we was out there. I had a lot of good fun out there, man. I met my my girls, my ex-girl's cousin. And this dude was something else. This dude was a fucking baby. This dude was a player for real. That's my nigga for real. You hear me? Real play, true player for real. Ask my nigga for real. You remember when I should have said that? Yeah, let me tell you what happened, right? Let me give you a brief story. Shit, this shit is crazy. No lie, me and my ex get in the mail, right? I remember it was Easter. Damn, I'd have been out there motherfucker twice. Hold on. I'm sorry. I've been to Maryland a few times. Oh, my bad. Let me not get this shit confused. But anyway, I was with her. I met her male cousin. Yo, the minute I met this dude, right? Tom Gangster, this nigga. True player for real. Give the nigga a penny. He's like, yo. She told, he told my cousin, I mean, he told her cousin, which is my girl, he told her, yo, I'm going to take, take big man out. We'll be right back. I mean, I met the nigga like literally three minutes. Right? Jumped in his car. He had like a family van, though, but it was funny, whatever, because he had like twins. And he was a twin, so I think he had twins, too. It was crazy. He had a twin brother. Brother was total opposite. Yo, this nigga, right? He takes me to this bar. You know I told the story, so you know it's real. I'm telling you again. And he was like, yo, you ever had a motherfucker? I'm like, yo, what's that? And when he's like, hold on, he told, so we go in this bar, he tells the girl to give me a motherfucker. I didn't, I'm not going to drink like that. So it was this big class of like 
whatever a motherfucker is, it's like made with soda and whatever, whatever's in it. Yo, I'm, I kid you. Let me fast forward this conversation. No lie. I'm drinking a motherfucker. Apparently, the nigga had a girl that was working at the spot. And her girlfriend, whatever happened, man, yo. I don't even know how this happened. The story just got so fast. I guess I was drinking the thing so fast. Because, you know, you don't drink. You We don't drink. You drink fast, right? So I was drinking fast. I was thirsty. Just got, just got it from New York. And, yo, I'm drinking this shit. I was feeling nice. Yo, I don't know what it was. We get to the back end. People dancing. I guess when I, her girlfriend's back there. Man, I'm dancing with this girl. We happened to be friends with the girl he was going to see. Man, the girl is in there telling me down. I, I swear to God, I couldn't believe what the fuck was happening. This dude was a real player. This nigga just was a ladies' man. Like, we, they had me out. And I know by the time I got back, my ex, my girl at the time was like, yo, I know that motherfucker had you somewhere you were supposed to be. So, Whatever it was, she switched on me at that point. It was like, you ain't going out with that motherfucker no more. Because it was like, she knew him. So he grabbed me within three minutes of fucking beating me, got me out of there. Man, I ain't fuck nothing but boy, this nigga had me. I was kissing one chick, next time I was kiss, sucking titties on the next one. I didn't, yo, it was just unbelievable because we went to this other girl's house. Yo, this dude was a beast. And all the time, I keep forgetting to ask my ex, how's he doing? Because I remember it was the twin brothers. Um, I know I'm blowing them up now because somebody's like, oh, there ain't too many twins out here, so I got to know what it is. But, yo, we do this. The brother was told, well, I was heard he was nothing like that. This nigga right here was the truth. He was one of them niggas. But it's like, yo, that's my man. Tell your homegirl to go over there and keep that nigga company. Like, real shit. But shout out to Marilyn, man. God damn. Marilyn, man. I So shout out to Vaughn Thomas. Big body look whack, especially with the skinny legs. Yep, that's the first thing I do. I look at the legs. The first thing that I do when I see a woman with a big body is look at the legs. That's the first thing I do. I don't, let, me, let me tell you, I'm not going to even go on Instagram and look at this shit because I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting to Listen, my favorite, my favorite woman on Instagram has a fake body. And I just found this shit out like for real, like for real, for real. Shout out to Patrick Pitts, man. Salute to you, big bro. I see you. <laughs> I'm watching your chat while doing some cardio entertainment at his best, man. Whole time. Keep speaking your truth, man. And you know what, Patrick? I appreciate that. Um, I'm missing my cardio. I'm not going to lie, man. I'm missing it, you know. And um, I'm feeling like, you know, I passed by the gym today. I had to drive by there just to kind of feel it. But I'm just a little, I'm not right yet. I'm just mentally not right yet. I think the city's telling us to be free, but. You know what? Maybe I'll feel a little better. I ain't gonna get into that. I'm not really talking about too much of the the shot, y'all. But you know what? In due time, I'll be there. But man, I appreciate that, man. I really do. Like I kind of missed. That. I think the last album I was listening to before the pandemic was Pop Smoke. I believe the time I was listening to Pop Smoke, I think he just died. And then the pandemic just got crazy. I think a month after that, something like that. Cause I used to work out to a lot of Chris Brown music. Especially, yeah, Chris Brown, because Chris Brown is making like 30 songs. So shout out to Mark Pitts for Thomas Sky Religion, and I appreciate you. Shout out to Get It. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. I don't love him, man. 
I need that. You know what I mean? We all need that. Don't sit up there, act like you don't. Brian Gray says, body's getting done. It's look, it looks good, but too real. Never felt the fake ass, so I can't comment. All right, I want to tell y'all what a fake ass feeling. So let me tell you the story. Um, I ain't going to say what state I was in, because I don't want to put them down. But anyway, I was out in this particular state. So, you know, he was riding like these motorcycles. The particular girls I knew was riding these motorcycles. I'm homegirl from the other side. Damn. She got this big ass, but something. Now, this had, this had to be like 2000. All right. Br- Bryson Tiller. Whatever it was, I always go with a theme song. So, whatever was going on that year, Bryson Tiller, I was playing a lot of music with this girl because she reminded me of her. Anyway, she reminded me of the album. So, you figure Bryson Tiller came out with his first album in 2015. I'm going to be honest with you. The woman was extremely gorgeous. But something I was like, how come her fucking legs and feet just look regular? I'm a lady. Like I I I I've got little girls that I've had nice legs but I'm like You know like we was in a little position. I never hit it though but we was fucking around and I felt her ass you no lie that shit was hard. Yep. I didn't like that. And woman, I learned this from my sister. My sister taught me how a woman walks with a thick ass. It's a certain walk. Because um, they don't they don't walk right. Like you, you ever notice a woman with a big ass and hips? She walks with that. There's a walk. So something about her that wasn't doing it for me. I couldn't leave. So anyway, I took the chick on the back of the bike and all. Very nice looking. She was, she's a beautiful girl, but it was just something wasn't right. Then I found out she was fake. Turned me the fuck off. Man. I, I I don't like that. I don't care. I don't listen. I don't give a fuck if a woman got a stomach. I'm cool with that. Stomachs are not a big deal. It's just not not to me. I'm cool with that. Cause I like women. I'm one of them guys that make a skinny girl feel uncomfortable. Yeah, she will. I like the way. Because I know I'm nasty. You know I mean? And I know what I like to see. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. I like weight, man. I like weight. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, man. That's, that's a beautiful compliment, man. Shout out to get, get to you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Y'all going to learn a lot of things, man. Because all these years I've been fighting the fact that I'm a Advice columnist, man, that's what I do. And y'all niggas are gonna realize you ain't gotta be getting on these damn date sites fucking getting no woman. Fuck, fuck date sites, which is busted. I lost a female friend from a date site. She got mad because I said, yo, that's some real. I, mean, I didn't expect you to be on it like that. We ain't been right since that day. I look at her different because she had a nasty fucking attitude. Nasty fucking attitude. I was very surprised. Like she turned me off. You ever get turned off with a woman? You like, yo, you turn me off. You gotta tell a woman that. Never, ever, ever beat around. Tell a woman, yo, you turn me off. Where you been? Honestly, you turn me off. Really? Yeah, yeah, you turn me off, yo. Curse too fucking much. I don't like a woman that curse more than me. They gotta be balanced, you know what I'm saying? I curse a lot. But I don't curse in front of my moms and, you know, 
Deus. Yami, bom dia, Deus. Tito. Ando. 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 I don't, I don't like cursing in front of seniors. I'm funny with shit like that. I just don't do that. I wonder what nobody doing in front of my mother. So remember back in the day, my Uncle J versus Kumodi. Yeah, those are classic. No, I think Jay Z and Nas's beef was real. What was real is the love. Like they, they really friends. Like Nas, you know what I'm saying? They really friends. You know, at the end of the day, they really fucking friends. That's that's what I pick up. That you can feel that shit. But he can. Nas and Jay Beefs helped both careers. It did, and it should help you. These niggas out here still beef with their brothers, sisters, and my man. Nas and Jay Z, like, man, please, that's just the past. You, I promise you, talk to Jay Z. You can't, you're never going to get an interview with that nigga, but get into an interview with Jay Z and Nas and see what happens. They're going to be like, uh, we don't talk about that, bro. Fuck out of here. Like, I would love to interview Jay Z and Nas because. I'm not, I'm not going to answer. This certain shit I would just ask, and they're going to feel comfortable with me. I'm going to interview her. That Jay-Z and Nas going to be like, yo, we're going we to have that nigga Nathaniel interview us strictly. I ain't going to ask no questions about Beyonce. I ain't going to ask no questions about your kids. I'm not going to even ask, how does it feel to be a father? I may ask that. Because you know what? Jay-Z's funny like me. Like, he got ways, certain little ways I could, I could identify with him. You know what I mean? Like, it's not saying I'm the same way, but He's just a personal person, so I just know what to ask. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a type of nigga like, yo, let me ask you a question, man. Like, it's Thursday night. Fuck would you eat, man? Like, you a Chinese food. Like, you know what I'm saying? What do you order? So we're going to be in a, we gonna be in so many different topics of regular shit. I'm like, yo, what, what's the, do you have an eye in your clothes? You know what I'm saying? Or do you have somebody else do that shit? Like, we ain't going to talk about nothing about your records. And no studio shit. When's the last time you jumped in a car and took a ride by yourself? You know what I'm saying? And what kind of car would you take? Would you take like a Malibu or would you take the Rolls Royce? Where would you go? Nobody asking questions like that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta ask shit that people want to know. You know, because what I want to know, people want to know. That's regular shit. You get in the car, you know, you leave your family, you're up your way back. You know, a lot of people never came back. But like, where did, where did you drive to? You know, you in Hollywood. Where the fuck would you drive to? Like, where? Where did you go to meditate? Now he can't really say that, so he would say, "What would you? What would you consider good meditation?" It must be crazy, you know what I'm saying? But I would do shit like that. For me, I definitely. Hey, Shout out to Patrick Piss. Shout out to Patrick Piss. Appreciate that super sticker. Whoa. Appreciate that. Y'all don't realize, man, I'm super stickers. I like them things, man, because it's all meaningful. It all goes into the production. And the production now has been building up. So, you know what I'm saying? Y'all donations are going to push that production even better because I'm going to show you. Y'all part, you see the production here? It's pretty good for like a little, you know, something I created. Y'all part of that. So it works. The most, see, when people donating, that means I'm staying. You don't donate, I'm never coming back. <laughs> it's just that simple. What's up with the audio? What's wrong with the audio? Oh, shit. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Probably got a point. Damn it. 
you know what? He was right. There was something wrong with the audio. Thank y'all. Thank you very much. 40 minutes into the fucking show, and I didn't realize that. Yo, thank you, man. <laughs> Yo, my God. That's all right. I'll edit the fuck of this out. I'll cut it uh, Whatever. I ain't going to cut it out. It is what it is. Shout out to Bob now. Bob now clearly knows. I, I did not. That, see? See? Y'all got to speak up. When, when, listen, when y'all see me in this studio and y'all don't hear the audio sounding like this, remember, I can hear it like this. You, I don't know what you guys are hearing, so that means I didn't set the settings up. I truly apologize. And I shout out to Bob now. Bob now. Because I was like, what is he talking about? And I'm like, hold on. I, I fucked up. So shout out to everybody. Because white women smell like Caleb. <laughs> listen, everybody has a distinctive smell. I always use animals as an example because, like, I'll give you an example. You ever walk into a pet store and you go into the section of the birds, like where parakeets are and shit? Now, parakeets and birds, it's a bearable smell. Like, you know what I mean? But it's a weird, you know what I mean? Some people are not going to pick up on birds because most people don't have birds. So they're like, what are you talking about, Nate? Um, now, I ain't saying white people smell like they're zoo or like, you know, where the fucking lions and the gorillas is at, but. There is a distinctive smell, and I have to use, um, I have to use that as an example. Y'all should definitely hear difference with the audio now. I totally apologize for that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a distinctive odor. I like to say odor, distinctive. But I could compare it to that. Yeah, fake bodies are whack, man. Ladies, stop fucking with that shit. I'm telling you, we could tell. We can tell. <laughs> Listen, shout out to Body Snatcher. I miss the women's bodies in the 1980s and 90s. Um, yeah, I agree with that. That's a great statement. I miss the women's bodies from the 80s and 90s. You know what? You couldn't have said that any better. Listen, man, I'm really listening. It's to the point now, man. If you got you a natural woman, man, just marry her, keep stay with her, because I don't like fake body girls. The most I can deal with if there is anything is titties. I could deal with fake tits. Because she could always take those shits out. It's no big deal. But the little fake, the stomach shit. And that fake ass, man. That shit never, ever wins. Ever. There's always going to be something to give it away. If it's not the legs, it's your walk. If it's not the walk, it's too much. Then when you put on the thong, or it just looks stupid, yo. It looks fake. It doesn't look, it just doesn't look real. Don't like it. Those girls get their bodies done into having all types of knife marks. Yeah, there's always that little scar because they don't they can't put makeup there or cover up because it's gonna get it's an ass, you know what I mean? The ass is not made to put makeup on. You know, all they could do is put some oil on that shit. And that's about it. Shout out to Rashi Copeland, man. Give that brother a round of applause. Always supporting the movement. Um I'm I'm so pissed because my audio was off all that fucking time and then <laughs> It is crazy. You know, that's why when I set this thing up, it's like you got to constantly be on it because you don't do this shit for a little while, you forget. I got a crush from on, on a dear Dina Howard. You know who I actually do like? I like Mary J. Blige. I do. Shout out to Rashid Copeland. Rashid Copeland, let me tell you how this subscribe is. Let me just give you all a little layout. This man here, is a real man. 
I was going to do a video yesterday and it was a little, little too rough. And he spoke about it. He called me up like a man and said, hey, Nate, just want to let you know, bang, bang, bang. I'm like, wow, I just want to let you know that. I just want to let you know this is the this is the impact that you have on me in my life. And he didn't have to say anything else. That's what you call. That's going to be an OG move in the future where I'm like, I never forgot when this one brother called me. Never said to take a video down, but let me know how imperative you are in my life. And you know why I'm calling you, brother. That shit was was some gangster. Like, you only expect, like, a dude that's your elder to do something like that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I always appreciate that because I'm into criticism. Like, I like to hear critic. I know I'm right when my people that normally would criticize don't criticize. I know I'm on point. And I knew when he gave me that call, I needed to hear that. I'm like, yo, good looking, big bro. And he's like, nah, I just, hey, he never said it, but he said it. And, you know, I respect that, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a good dude. He's a real dude. Um, I got a lot of respect for the brother, man, and I salute him. So just to let y'all know, man, subscribers play a big part here, too. Um, Yeah, man, you got to ask these people that, man. You got to be able to have conversations. Listen, I got a book of a million questions, and the only one that wrote that book was me, so. They could try. They gonna do it the way I do it. I want to know how often do celebs disguise themselves when they don't want to be bothered. Um, that's a good question too. But then if he tells you that, then you're gonna watch it. You know what I'm saying? But I think they drive regular cars. I think they just drive. Like I think they, you know, if I was a celeb on that level, I wouldn't even drive. I drive like a Tahoe all tinted out, and I'd be running through the hood with no bodyguards. Fuck it. Okay, so the audio was still the audio was good before, but I'm better now, right? Shout out to Fizz, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it 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 just becomes a thing where um, you know, believe, let me tell you something. When I was growing up, white people, my friends' mothers in their house, he still smells like it, and it's kind of weird, man. But I don't, I, I, I'm not trying to. I don't want nobody feeling this, but. You know when people have pets, they can't smell what you smell. It's like they'll be kissing a pet and all the above. Like, but there's some animals I could deal with. Now, growing up, we was we didn't have a lot of animals. We only had parakeets, so I knew what parakeets smelled like when the birdcage had to be clean. You know what I'm saying? Um, it it becomes a, a certain distinctive odor. It does. But if I go to white customers' homes versus black customers homes is clearly a difference it's like oil and no oil it's kind of weird it's like watching film back in the day and video we used to we used to call film wet and you know uh video dry it's a different quality in the film right so you you still liked it but it still was a different quality and as you know um with white folks he says the pussy funky. The pussy's not funky. Um, it's just a different smell. 
white girl's pussy smell different than a black girl's pussy. It's similar, but very different. Very, very different. No question about it. I, see, it's 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 because my nose is very sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a difference. It's like you smell. You put your nose inside of a white woman, and you put your nose in smell of a black woman, and they got like the same kind of like situation on the cleanse level. There's a difference. Like you got to stick your nose in that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Like that, you know what I'm saying you, you you smell a difference. You smell a difference. So the audio should be crazy right now. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm an audio fanatic, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So when you see me doing these videos and the audios, you'd be surprised. I'm going to give you one little fact, but the audio in this, right? The audio on my phone is better than the audio on this on this webcam. I'm telling you, audio is serious, man. Like if you you see my setup here, you. I'll never show nobody, but <laughs> yeah, I got a setup here. So this shit is definitely not a game. That's why when I left here earlier and I was doing the studio run, I had to jump in the car. I'm like, damn, hate doing that shit. Um, birds smell like Spanish people, respectfully. Spanish people's smell is in between. It's kind of, it depends. Like if you were a dark-skinned Spanish woman or like a real light-skinned one, it's it's hard to tell with a Spanish woman. I haven't got that down pat, but I definitely got white people and black women. No doubt about it. I could smell the difference. You could put me in an elevator and I could tell you if there was a white woman in here and there was a black woman. I can tell when a white woman wears perfume versus a black woman wearing perfume. The same scent, I could tell you if the girl was white or black. That's as far as I can go. I can only do white and black. Kelly Rowland is better looking than Beyonce. No, she's not. Definitely not. That's definitely false. She is not. People that don't like Beyonce always say that. She's not better looking than Beyonce. She's clearly not. No way. She's a nice looking woman, but come on now. You can't even compare the two. She's a good looking black woman. That's about it. Kelly Rowland's a beautiful black woman, but she's not better looking than Beyonce. No way. No way. Just tell, y'all tell me that new show. Just somebody give me the name of that new show that I seen on TV, you know, on uh, Stars yesterday with the four black women. And an Asian dude was hitting one of the black sisters up with the short hair. I'll show you some fine sisters, but Beyonce, Kelly Rowland is not better looking than Beyonce. That's just not true. It's not. Fake tits, you know, fake tits. Like I said, if I had to, if, if my back was against the wall and they're like, you know, you're going to have a woman, she's going to have fake tits. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I mean, she has to have something fake on her and you have to choose one, I'll choose the titties. Because titties could always be lifted. You know what I mean? It's, it's Titties ain't too bad because you can have titties done through a serious situation like breast cancer. You know what I'm saying? Literally, where they have to remove one and you have to get a fake one. So that's that's totally understandable. I'm not against fake titties at all. I'm not a big titty person, so if you got some big knockers, it just looks stupid. I don't like big titties. I've heard Hispanics have a different smell. Um, They do, but I don't really know the difference with... Like, I feel the darker the Hispanic woman is, it's closer to a black woman. Like, let, I'll give you a case in point. Pussy stinks, it stinks. If a pussy's gonna stink, it's gonna stink across the board. It don't make a difference if you're dark or light, right? 
But if she's, you got a light skin. If, if a woman's clean, all these women came out the tub and you could smell pussy smell, like, like really put your nose in there. A white woman smells different than a black woman. It's just, that's just what it is. I, I think it has a lot to do with the pigmentation of the skin. I really believe that. Cause you got to remember the darker the skin, it carries oils, right? So it's like, I don't know. Maybe that is it. It's like, yeah, vanilla cake and chocolate cake. They're both cake, but it's two different smells. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to King Harlem. Thank you, big bro. Okay, I said the girls try to justify it by saying a fat transfer doesn't count as a fake ass. Fuck out of here. You wasn't born like that. Yeah, that fat transfer is bullshit. That's, that's just game. That's like a nigga telling you all, uh, yo, we all pay for pussy. You take a girl out to eat, right? Yeah, it's just, it's not the same. It's not the same. You know? It's not the same. I hate when dudes say that shit because they try to compare buying a prostitute. I'm like, nigga, when you buy a prostitute, your ride home is like, okay, cool. I feel good, but you don't feel good about yourself because now she got your money. But if you go fuck some pussy and you ain't pay a, you know, physically give her $150 or $300 a fucker and you get that pussy, you your drive home is different, nigga, because you're going to feel like a real man. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you went to the little damn spot and you paid, yeah, you're going to feel it's, it's, it's a difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a difference. You want to hit that shit again and she's going to charge you again. You want to hit your shit that you left with, you can go back and fuck her tomorrow and ain't going to cost you nothing. You know, so. It was a guy on YouTube saying a lot of guys going for the sex dolls because they're tired of women BS. Yeah, I could picture how that probably guy looks. You know what? There's a gentleman that got killed out in Colombia recently, man. And rest in peace, man. But then I looked at this guy and I just said, come on, man. You know, you wasn't even being fair to yourself, man. I, you know what? I hate when I see a guy and I'm like, damn, man, you just you just took your fetishes to a whole complete different level. I like, you know. You got a fetish to do something, you get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But like, you go in there and you fucking with prostitutes and shit. You go there and hit it and keep it pushing. Like, all right, it's still, you're still tricking, but whatever. You're doing what you do. But when you get to the level of eating a prostitute out, giving her extra money to fuck her roar and eating her asshole. And, you know, that that's just, you're just sick bastard. So when you get to the point where, when I get to the point where I, I hear guys that, buying property in these foreign countries and they trying to open up a restaurant. And then I look at these guys. I'm just like, Oh yep. Yeah. He wouldn't have did that here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like what BS the woman doing the dudes are tired of guys are only getting tired of women's BS is neither one. They can't get them or B they can't keep them. If a woman cheats on you, that means you can't fucking keep her. And if you can't get them, that's worse than I don't know which is worse. Both of them was fucking bad. You you either was you either was shitted on because you was cheated on like a motherfucker, which will make you tired of woman's BS, or you can't get the woman you desire, which will definitely make you tired of a woman BS. So you can't even get to her. So yeah, that that could I could see that. And the woman, y'all, y'all, this woman is so fucking stupid. Like Y'all going out here getting these fake ass bodies. What's going to happen in another year or two when you grow and we start seeing that 
fake ass that you had on your butt for two years and then you're 45 years old, everything else has been on you for 45 years. Like the butt don't even grow with the body. Your pussies are mostly whack. Honestly, every woman I see with a fake body, they're terrible in fucking bed. Even through porno movies, I noticed that they're terrible. It's almost like they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they're not in tune with the body. It's a whole complete different person. It's just better with a natural girl. Man. I, that's why, you know, one thing I give a fat woman, at least you know her shit is natural. You don't see too many of them going to get fake bodies. Girls are trying to get fake bodies. They fat girls trying to get this slim waist, which looks awkward. You got this big old fat fucking hog head, right? And you know, the fat, the titties, well, you know when girls are fat, the titties spread wide. And then you got this flat stomach. You can see where the damn operation was done. Then you get this butt that come out of nowhere. And you're in the gym walking around with your leggings and shit with, with no shooting, with no long top because you feel your body's dope. And black women, I'm going to tell you something. A black woman getting plastic surgery, I don't even know why you're doing that to yourself. That's worse than a white woman. You know what's so sad? It's bad when I see a black woman getting plastic surgery and she gets next to a white woman with a big old fat natural ass. Like how fucking, how fucking worthless must you feel? You must be, let me tell you something. To go get plastic surgery and a doctor didn't recommend it because you had a cancer situation or something on the level of a, a accident or something severe, you are a true fucking insecure loser. Sorry, you could say all what you want. You gotta for you to say, I want to get my butt done. Like you be, oh my God. How low could you go, man? That's a real fucking loser, man. I'm sorry. That's a real loser. Like, yo, I'm gonna get this done, that done. And I get it. You rather get the shit done and heal. You could do that in one month versus if you go to the gym, it's gonna take you two fucking years. So Puerto Rican pussy smells like a dobo. <laughs> um, I will say this. Puerto Rican pussy smells in between white and black. You know, just on a regular smell. So that's kind of like a regular smell. You know what I mean? That's kind They're kind of in the medium, so it doesn't really count. Like, my shit is either extreme or not. Like, middle doesn't really count. So I can't really give them a tone of... I just think Puerto Rican women's pussy smell like pussy. But white women smell like white pussy and black women smell like black pussy. That's really the bottom line. Androids gets the best sound. Not with this iPhone 12, it don't. Not anymore. The microphone on this fucking phone is phenomenal. I'll do videos with my Bluetooth and it's nothing like the regular mic on this phone. This has been the best, this been the best iPhone I ever had. I had every one since three. Beyonce and Rolling. Steve Hardy. Oh, Steve Hardy says, and now dudes talk about sniffing pussies with simultaneously perhaps self-consciously propagating separatism. Eh. You know, I mean, I, I I sniff a couple of panties, that's about it. But to smell a pussy is as simple as, you know, when you making out with the girl, you put your finger in it, bring that damn hand around your back of your hand and just smell it. She's either going to have a pussy smell or she's going to have a stink smell. Or nothing. 
Sometimes a woman, you may get lucky and have nothing, but I don't think there's no woman that can do that. I used to believe Asian women could do that, but that changed too. Because what happens is, is that it's a pussy. It's going to stink one way or another. It's just, that's just what it is. Like, you know, you, you shit out your ass. So, you know, shit stinks. So you never know if a woman has some backed up comeback there. Cause cum could stink, man. You don't believe me? Fuck around and leave a condom on your shit, nigga. Or have that damn. Listen, I've had situations where I forgot to wipe myself. Like, fuck it. I just got out of there, dipped out the girl's house. And you know what I'm saying? Like you took the condom off and like, didn't wipe them under your balls properly. You get home later on, smell that fucking stinking. That shit been smell like fish. Niggas be all come those yes the fuck it does. You put them cum under your balls and don't clean properly. Your pussy, no fucking balls that stink like fish. It stinks. Like right now, right now it's 1024, right? So if you have a sex right now, and then you figure like another, like two in the morning, let's say whatever, you went out, fuck it. You, you fuck some girl or whatever, but you end up going out like a well, fucking I'm a man, I'm, I'm gonna have dirty dick tonight. Better to have your dick dirty with fucking, you know, pussy, pussy juice and cum, right? If you get home and you get you take your shower, you put your hand on them balls or take a leak and you're in the bed. You're like, oh shit, shit stinks. So a lot of times girls' pussy be stinking for niggas nothing inside of them. And a lot of y'all niggas, y'all go suck the shit right out, nasty motherfuckers, you know. I mean, some women just, they don't clean. They don't fucking take baths. I think every time, see, one thing about y'all woman, every time you fuck a man, especially a new date, I used to do this as a man, like, on a new piece, new piece of pussy when I was running crazy, I always make sure, it's just a psychological thing. I used to sit in the bathtub. I wanted to soak that just in case this girl left some rabies on my shit. You know what I'm saying? I soak, I soak, I take a bath. Tonight I'm going to take a fucking bath. I'll take a fucking bath. You'll never get them cum under your balls, man. They stink. If it sits there for too long, it's going to smell. But it's easy for us to clean up. You just put a wipers on that shit. It's just done. You know what I'm saying? Juliana says she's wearing perfume. Yeah, you smell. If you, you, you Listen, you could smell a perfume on an older lady versus a young man. It's a difference. But a lot of niggas don't wear fucking cologne. A lot of girls don't wear perfume. So chicks be, you just be smelling their house. Like some people smell like their house. You ever have people like that? Like they smell like their house. They can't smell it. You can. I got a very sensitive nose. So you're around me. You're going to really be uncomfortable. Because once I tell a person, you'll mop this shit up, mop this house, nigga, mop them stairs. That means it stinks. I got a very sensitive nose. I don't play that. I stick with one fucking deodorant. I know I got to change that shit, but the shit works. Beyonce is way better looking. Beyonce is better looking than anybody in her crew. They can't fuck with her. Beyonce is just a bad looking chick, man. I mean, this is his face. I mean, I'm, I'm going old Beyonce. Even back in Baby Girl, You On My Mind. You killing me? You think Kelly could dance like Beyonce and move that body like her? Kelly can't dance. Stiff as a motherfucker. Kelly's the type of chick you knock off. You make love to her. You know what I'm saying? You kiss her, suck her tits. She moans. She got them probably them little black and big old fat African nipples. You know what I'm saying? If you end up eating a pussy, you eat her shit for a little minute sticker. She's going to be like, yeah, baby, fuck me. Yes, yes. But Beyonce, shit. That's a whole different. You got to have your A game together because she's going to break your fucking pelvis. 
Can't come to Beyonce with no garbage dick. No disrespect to Jay-Z at all. I'm just speaking in terms of 03 Beyonce, 02, or whatever, 03 Bonnie and Clyde, right? That's when I was really into Beyonce physically. Cherish for you video. You look at that cherish for you video with Destiny's Child. You tell me right now. By the way, that's one of that's a that's a badass album. Let me put that album on my playlist right now. Let me cater to you. This and that, your man. Oh my God, damn! When Beyonce, listen, I was so much into Beyonce. I was a big. I thought she was singing to me, man. I was on my damn dream shit. That motherfucker Beyonce was outstanding. But, you know, once a woman gets married, she ain't sexy no more. It's like, come on now, that's somebody's wife. That's why I have to go back into early days of Beyonce when she was in a video with Case and all that. I've been attracted to Beyonce from, like, 1998 to, like, 2003. And once she got with Jay-Z, it just went downhill from there. When I was done. Married a kid, you know what I'm saying? Yes, in my opinion, you, you are a lot more closed-minded than I thought. I'm ashamed that I subscribed. Um, then why are you still here leaving comments? <laughs> what? Like, just get out of here. Just don't be ashamed that you subscribe because I disagree with you. You know, I know your feelings are hurt, but just leave. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why do you say it? I'm looking at more comments that you're posting after that. Get out of here. Beat it. Matter of fact, let me get you out of here. I'll make it easy for you. Now you're going, fuck you. That's all. You know what I mean? If a nigga say he he shamed he subscribed, then then go. Let me help you out to the fucking door. That's like a nigga. I'm sorry I came to your house. Then get the fuck out of my. Matter of fact, let me give you the door, nigga. Get the fuck out of my house. Yes, Kelly is definitely fine, but she can't fuck with Beyonce. She just can't. Let's let's just let's just be honest, man. Halle Berry look better than both. Two different types of women, man. Beyonce's thick, hippie, big, fat, strong legs. Because you're on point with the difference of the smells. I'm an old cat, 53, and I had good fortune to dip in a rainbow since it's my father's sexy. Yo, shout out to Patrick Pitts. I like this dude. <laughs> Patrick Pitts just confirmed that, you know what I mean? It's always good when you got to do this, this, he could confirm something because he know he'd been there, done that. He'd been around the world. You know what I'm saying? He'd been there, done. Nigga been around. So it's the truth. Only a man that been around a long time or a G perspective, from a G perspective would know what I just said. There's a difference. I'm telling you. Pussy smells great. It's, a, it's an incredible smell. Like it's a unique um, smell that's just incredible. Like it, it could get, like a man could smell a woman and he can feel that going into his heart. Y'all know what I'm talking about, fellas. You ever smell like pine sole or, or railroad ties at a railroad? And you know, you go to a rail yard and you smell those ties. You, it does something. It gets you nice, right? With pussy, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you smell a clean girl. You still could smell a pussy. You be, she'd be like, yes, yeah, it smells good, right? I'm like, Yes. That's you know what I mean? It's that thing. It gets it goes into your body like a it does something to you, man. It does something to you, man. That's why I would never want to go to prison, man. You can't get that smell. Your woman would have to send you dirty drawers and shit, and you gotta sit up there and get off on that. Like I had a sick motherfucker I used to go to school with. 
I'm gonna name that nigga. Nah, I ain't gonna name him. I ain't gonna do him dirty. But anyway, this kid name, whatever, right? This nigga was a sick fuck. I'm gonna say it real quick because it's disgusting. But he said he used to go smell his mother's joints. It's nasty. He used to go in the hamper and get his mother's dirty drawers, nigga. That's a sick motherfucker. You know what's funny? He ended up being a crackhead later than he got his life back together. Let me see if that nigga's still on Facebook. Nasty motherfucker. I'd never forget when he told me that, man. He told me this like in middle school. We was like, huh? He was into a lot of shit. This nigga was shooting steroids young. Started doing crack. See if that nigga back on drugs again. Because he disappeared again. Yep. Fucking disappeared. Yep. Facebook is gone. <sighs> yep. Yep. I'll never forget that. You'd be surprised, man, at the sick bastards you went to school with, man. It's crazy. I'm a nasty 53-year-old. I have been a lesbian for 47 years, cuz. <laughs> he he's a lesbian. I'm with you too, bro. I've been a lesbian all my life. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, but it's just like asshole, right? You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you hitting a woman from the back, you smell that little butt. You hit up a girl, you're like, okay, she getting a little dirty down there. She, we've been fucking for a little while, or she, maybe you know, I caught her after work. You smell that butt, you gonna smell that ass, that pigmentation of the skin. I don't know what it is. Something's different. You know what I'm saying? Like a sweaty butt from a black chick to a sweaty butt from a white girl. There's a fucking similar but difference. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I know I'm grossing y'all out, but there's a difference. Doggy style is a good way to really check to see how much of a companion this person is going to be. If I'm I'm coming back, if you stink from the back, then you're never going to be right. Because you can't smell a lot of things from the front, but the back, you smell everything. You smell that butthole and that pussy hole. And you see that fake old butt with the fucking line. Oh, that shit looks stupid. Nah, I ain't with it. Shout out to Greg Sanchez. Shout out to you. Are they afraid? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> this is the title. Yeah, we can tell, man. Shout out to get it. We can tell, man. We can tell. We can tell. Like, you know, what's bothering me the most now listen for research purposes i do follow aisha diaz i do i have to follow her because i need the research purpose of what i do and she's always posting these women up i guess they pay her to post and repost a, a picture on a timeline and um anyway she, they, they post her up and she posts different girls every girl that i look at I'm like, okay, this ass is extremely fat and juicy and round. Let me look at the legs. Let me look. Let me go to her Instagram. And then I look at the Instagram. I'm like, come on, man. It's just ridiculous. Like, it's almost like there's like a mode to desensitize men to make them feel like if a man thinks, let me tell you something, man. A, a pretty woman could intimidate a man. But when you got a pretty woman, Shout out to Caveman 35-7. When you got a pretty woman that's flawless, it's it's not going to strengthen a man, ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, these women y'all seen on Instagram are what you consider not real. 
So let's just go in the city. I like to see when a nigga walk in in the city. Like there was a girl that recently, I said, yo, tape a video of your friend walking behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like simple shit. Like you want to see what a woman's body is looking like and you ain't meet her in person yet. Just when you want, when you, when you FaceTime her, tell her, her kid, whoever, tape you walking live. Don't fucking record it. No filters. I want to see what you look like from the back. I want to see you walk. You could tell a lot about a woman how she walk. You know what I'm saying? Like sisters walk with soul. You know what I'm saying? They strut. White woman, you know what I'm saying? They, they depend on who they've been around, but Asian women, they walk with no type of soul. There's no soul. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who are you talking to, nigga? You just you just said shout out to Cayman. Cayman, who who are you talking to? I hope you're not directing the negativity you told. Who are you talking to? Somebody in the room? Not me. You, you throwing me off, bro. You just said salute Nate. I said, yo, shout out to you, bro. What 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 <laughs> Got to do some work now. Salute, Nate. Okay. Got to go do some work. So I guess you saluting me like you about to be out. So I don't I don't know where you're going with it. Um, I like women to walk on their hind legs. I like women that... I like natural fat. I like feminine fat, man. I, I, I like to be able to look at a woman. Dude said, leave your mind. Oh, nah, nah. Don't... <laughs> Nah, I don't think he was talking to you. I I, I don't think so. I, I don't I don't see why y'all was having a beef. But shout out to Caveman thirty five. Um, no, nah, I don't think he was talking to you. I matter of fact, I'll give you a mod. I, I I see that you was good with me. You know what I'm saying? So again, right? You got to do that, man, fellas. You know what? Sometimes when y'all when y'all fall in love with these women online and you didn't meet her in person, just just have her have somebody. Um, walk behind her. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, have just, just have her do that. Like, you know, have her walk. Just have somebody walk behind. Her. Like, yo, yo, let me see what you look like. Don't have her do the angle. Fuck that. I need you to have your peoples hold the camera while y'all walking. Y'all in the street of New York, wherever, walk. I want to see what you look like walking. Because you know what? I'm going to tell you how serious a walk is. I remember years ago, there was a show called 227. Y'all remember that show with Regina Hall? Not Regina Hall. Regina King, right? And I never remember Calvin. She used to date the dude Calvin. And Calvin was her boyfriend. It was a, it was a, it was a phony show, but a good show. I love the show, right? 227. Do y'all remember fucking Jackie Harry? God damn. And that was a woman. She that's she has sex appeal all the way. Right? Now, the woman from from the Jeffersons, you know, Marla Gibbs, she just looked like somebody's mother, which was no problem. You know what I mean? There was nothing wrong with that. She just looked like somebody's mom, right? But you know, like, Jackie Harry was sexy. God damn. Just all sex appeal. Natural woman, no fake ass titties, hips, body. That's when B-O-D-Y meant something, you know? So Regina King, I used to have a crush on her. I thought she was cute, pretty long hair, whatever. She was a cute girl. Remember Juliana Calvin? <laughs> and yo, I remember 
Regina King came into the room one day and I was like, hold the fuck up. Now, Mike, this is years ago, so I had to have a VCR to tape this bitch, right? I, she walked like a fucking penguin. Yo, I was so turned off. I said, yo! Yo, this is, this is how long ago I go with this because I was so attracted to Jackie Harry. You remember, she used to be like, oh my goodness, all that shit. She was just... Oh my, what a banger. And a lot of dudes are so stupid because they was like, yo, she was bad. But I'm like, yeah, she had a wig though, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't realize that shit. But y'all didn't think she had a wig because she was light-skinned. If she was dark-skinned, you would have thought it was a weave. But whatever. So anyway, Regina King walks in. And Regina King got this duck. I remember she was she was mad about something. It was one of the emotional shows when she was flipping. I was like, oh shit, she got a fucked up walk. Yo, I was done. Because I, I came from an era of walkway. Vanity, Apollonia, Jackie Harry, you know what I'm saying? Sade, um, Jody Watley. Like, these was just bangers. Thelma from Good Times was definitely my favorite. Every time I watched Thelma walk to from the door, walk into that room, remember she be bitching? Thelma's body, man, was just perfection. That was just, she probably wasn't one of the baddest black women I've ever seen in my life. Just an all natural woman. So women that got fake bodies, especially fake asses, it's like, yo, you got to call them out, man. Fuck that. Call them out. One of my homegirls just hit me up today and she like, yo, Nate, you know, these, um, somebody was kind of like indirectly making a little thing about her jet some shit she had like a gay guy two girls that was kind of mocking her she didn't know where it was coming from because she felt as if like somebody was um was dissing her and i'm like i don't know what they were laughing at because she's an attractive woman maybe you had like a a fucking piece of feather in your hair or maybe they put a sign on your back said kick me who knows but i do know that when you have a fake body and a woman wants to come up in there like she, yeah, bitch, I'm that, I'm that bitch. I'm like, yo, you, you, you fellas gotta let that shit be. You can't, you can't embrace that, especially when it's fake. Like you can't give her no dap on that. You can't give her no rhythm. She, that, that's the ultimate level of cheating to a man. It's a fake fucking body. Like. You just, you just can't, man. You know, Cardi B had to admit that shit because she knew niggas would have blew her up. But there's not a female rapper that didn't have work. All of them had work. All of them. Remy Ma, Cardi B, Little Kim. Um, I think, I think Foxy kept her shit regular. Megan Thee Stallion, I guess, but she's not even attractive to me. And Nicki Minaj, it's just, it just looks stupid, like. Let me tell you what's crazy. I remember back in the day, there was a lot of prostitutes in Manhattan, right? So we knew the difference. Check this out, real shit. We knew the difference between a real prostitute versus a man. So if we seen a female prostitute, you could tell the asses are nice and jiggly, nice and round, soft, like soft skin, and they tits, and they had their little garter belts and shit. You'd be like, God damn, look at that. You know what I mean? Turn around the corner. Nice, the whole click, the whole shit, they'll have the whole block lit up. But then when you knew it was a man, was when it was too perfect. You're like, something ain't right. 
that's how we distinguish back then on on with a man versus a female. Like this was too perfect. This that's just can't that can't be a woman. And that was then. So now, woman now, personally to me, no disrespect to the LBGT community, I feel women now start looking like men in drag. To me. To me. The the over makeup, the the butt that just looks out of place. I don't know you and I see that your butt is fake and after the first time I'm seeing you. You know what I mean? Little Kim, I mean, come on. Little Kim is a disaster. Little Kim is so fucked up. She just got to just get old and just quit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's nothing that could fix that. Like, she's that fucked up. She got to start all over. She looks horrible, man. Horrible. And believe it or not, they fixed her up. I mean, when you start getting fake hips, because you can't get fake calves. That's the only thing they can't fake on you. They can't put that, they can't put that fake shit in that calf because that's a muscle for real, for real. The thigh is too, but there's still an area, fat, a fatty area they could put that fake shit in there. But below, like a little bit above that knee and down? Nah. So I, I just feel a lot of women just be looking like men to me. Um, my take on Kevin Samuels is he is going to ruin the people. Those 14,000 people that's following him, they're ruined. They're fucked. They're ruined. I'm telling you right now, they're going to be ruined. They're going to be ruined. You're not going to learn anything. You're just going to learn more to look down on people and shit on them and whatever, whatever. It's just, they're not going to learn shit. That's what my opinion is on it. That's my take. They ain't going to learn nothing on that. Trina was natural. She was natural. Trina was natural. Because I saw Sade in concert in Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, come on, man. You know, Sade was just the epitome of pure, natural beauty. Just pure. Like, when you see, when you have a fake body, the minute you add one thing on there, you could tell us out of place. See, titties you could hide. That's why I said titties you could get away with. Because a person could get, a person could look good with or without, right? An ass, you can't play with that. Like that ass, it's weird. Like when, when you gain weight, the ass goes with the legs all the way down to the ankle. Like every nook and cranny counts. Shout out to King Hong. Somebody did this time in the military. <laughs> Oh, shit, Nike 316, shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to Karen Jackson. I'm telling you, it, it, it's, it's different. So I feel women are doing so much to get a man, and then they're fucking themselves up in the process. Like, I, I know girls that got a little butt job, and it looks like shit. Yep. Especially when they get pregnant. They look hideous. Because you can't play that game with God. Like, when he when you gain and lose weight, we can tell if it's sick. We can tell if you lost weight because you want to diet. You know what I mean? And what's happening when it's not natural, it's that face that gives it away. Even with the men, like Buster Rhymes, that steroid shit. Buster Rhymes is a dude that should have never been big. He don't look right. He just looks totally fucked up. He got that big hog fucking head, that big old horse neck. 
I mean, cow neck, a cow neck. That nigga's neck is, he looks fucked up. And then Buster did the steroid. Come on, bro. Come on, my nigga. We, look at you. Your face is still full with mad water. You still look old in the face. You lost a little bit of weight, but yet you got a six pack. Come on, my nigga. You know that's fake. He said, don't sleep on the trans. They fire. Teachers on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that the women are not looking like women anymore. They're just not. That, that, that body shit's a turnoff, man. It just looks stupid. And you know what? It shows me that every time I see a woman get that, I'm like, damn, you, damn, you, you must be really, really hate yourself. We actually went out and, and then you kill me when you go get the fat transfer. Cause once a woman tell me she got a fat transfer, I know she got a flat fucking ass. You can't add nothing to that ass when it does. I'm telling you, we, we can tell. I don't like it. You want to turn me off? Go get a fucking damn body job. I'll talk shit with you, but I, I won't even touch you. I don't like fake bodies. It's a turnoff. It's a turnoff to me for a woman telling me she's going to get it. I think that's just pathetic. And then y'all put down a fat chick or whatever. Yeah, I'd rather fuck the fat girl. Fuck that. At least I know her shit is where it's supposed to be. You got your shit. Yeah, you, you coming in with that big old hog head, big old fat neck. Titties all stretched out, but you got a flat stomach and a big old fat butt. Come on, now that doesn't even make sense. You probably don't remember Lisa Legs Fisher. She here on Luther Vandross 1285, caught that fine woman with great legs. Um, let me tell you something, Patrick. One, I'm, I'm a big fan of women behind the scenes or was in the video. There was a video that Eve did. Um, Eve from Rough Riders, and she, it was called Everything You Want. Everything you want, I could get it. Da 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 da. Everything you need. That's when Eve was dope, right? So anyway, Eve had this one girl in the back of her video. Now, for men that really watched this video, know there's this brown skinned sister in Eve's video. I used to love her. I said, God damn, yo, when I meet Eve, I'm gonna say, Yo, Eve, let me ask you a question because I know she, I know she knows this. Who was the brown skinned sister in your video with you, sister? Because the first woman I ever seen with a fake body, shout out to Eve's um, best friend, I guess that was a best friend. Um, the first woman that I was educated on learning about a fake body, it was two models. First was Ice T's wife. I was really disappointed with that. But she was able to, she fucked me up a little bit because of the legs. She had big Triller Park trash legs. Like Triller Park chicks got fucking legs for days. And they walk like sisters, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she had big muscular legs, right? So she was my first disappointment. And there was another one. Um, Who was the other one? It was this other model I used to be. Because I, I used to fuck with King Magazine. So at the time, my man was locked up and you know, Maya, that was my favorite. She was ridiculous. But then you had a whole bunch of these girls. I'm like, hmm, something don't look right. Like, I'm the type of dude where, let me tell you how deep I am with this shit. I could look at a woman's face and know how her body looks. Like, it's like looking at a woman and she's telling, because everybody loves my ass. I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. I got to see you. You could look at a motherfucker and know, like, this motherfucker got body. Like, it's like looking at Holly Berry's face when she was in fucking Monsters Ball. Like, you knew when she was in in um 
Eddie Murphy's movie. She had, she was petite, but she had a nice body. You know what I'm saying? I know Halle Berry in bed must be a fucking phenomenal, but you know what I mean? She She's not going to do it. Will Smith's wife did it. Fuck her whole self up. Like, I think she kept it natural. I think she did. Um, shout out to Jiren. What up, Jiren? Yeah, but the, you look at the girl in E's video, you see. Um, what do you think about Diamond from Crime Mob? Diamond from Crime Mob is all right, but I'm more into like, remember the video, Brand New Heaven? No, no, no. What was the What was the group with the two dudes and the one light-skinned chick? Not Brand New Heavies. It was another group. You know what I'm talking about. It was the two dudes and one girl. There's two groups like that. There was two groups, but there was one in the 90s and one in the early 2000s. One from Jersey, and I forgot what the other one, but it was an R&B group. I like, I like fine-ass sisters, man, like that, because they were natural. So I'm trying to go in the position of woman that ain't never get no work done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out to Patrick, man. I'm glad you all are learning a lot, man. I, I, listen, I learned a lot from y'all. You know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from watching and listening to people because, you know what I mean? When I get off the jack, I'll be like, yo, you know, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. I didn't look look at how my subscriber had to tell me, yo, something's wrong with your audio. I wish a lot of niggas would have told me because I could have did this whole video, the whole shit I would have never known because I got the earphones on. So I could, I'm hearing what y'all should have been hearing, but I'm hearing now what y'all hearing, you know? Um. Yeah, give me the name. Not City High. City High is one. Yeah, yeah. She was ridiculous, but she started, she did that nigga dirty though. She was fucking a whole, well, there's only two niggas in the group. But she ruined her name because she just, Claudia, Claudette. She was a little slut. See, you know, a slut is a girl where it's like, damn, nigga, you done fucked both of these niggas and then you still got kids with one and this one she did dirty. She did them. Now, there's another group. Oh, my God. What is the name? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna find, I, I want to find her name now because I actually have the group. She's, she went solo. Let me see if y'all really know your music. Now, this sister... It's fine. Um, her name is um, shit. Help me out here, yo. When I give you the name of Amel Laroe, okay, remember Amel Laroe? Groove theory, groove theory, groove theory, groove theory. Amel Laroe. Tracy Ellis Ross, oh, natural bodies, natural bodies. Yeah, that's the group. The name of the group was Groove Theory. Yep, Groove Theory. That one, the, the sister, god damn. Yeah, for real. There you go. Shout out to Kim Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song's right here. That's why I remember because the song, that's a beautiful um. Hold on, let me give you a piece of song. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> that's the song. Shout out to Key himself. Yep, for real. See, that's that's the type of time I'll be on. You know what I'm saying? So I love I love that. And the reason why I'm using them as an example is because they were natural. You know what I'm saying? Um Listen, 
there's women in a game that did steroids and that didn't count as non-natural, but it wasn't natural, right? A lot of women don't fuck with the steroid shit no more. They, they, they go straight to the surgery. Amel LaRoe was a beast. Whoa. Oh, man. So I want you to watch this show. There's this new show on stars. I'm going to get the name because I know that you're having a hard time giving me the name. But you want to see some nice looking blacks, beautiful bodies. Um, I'm going to put up stars new black show. And it's called um, what's the name of the show? Yeah, I got it right here. Run the world. Run the world. Buffy the Body's body was fake too. I was de- definitely disappointed in her. The girl from Digaboo Panthers was dope. I was very disappointed in the girl from um for Buffy, Buffy the Body, because she she got her ass done. I was like, wow. Angela Bassett, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, so there's this new show. Watch it. Seriously, it's called Run the World. Watch this show. Run the world. God damn. This is the show. Esther Baxter. Remember her? Wow. She was dope. I don't I don't remember if her shit was fake, though. I don't remember because I wasn't, I didn't get into debt, but I found these other women would be fake. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, so watch this show. The show's called a new comedy called um Run the World. And it's it's amazing. Like th- this is the essence of how you could look at a black woman and say, okay, I see what Nate is talking about. Like all of the sisters are fine and they're all different. No, they ain't put the big old fat dark skin one with the neck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like when they do that. Like, if you're gonna show a thick sister, show a thick sister. She ain't gotta be unattractive and big, and y'all feel like, you know, there's enough of that shit going on with that with, 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 with Mrs. Body Positivity. What's her name? She's a disaster. So, but in this show, it showed natural, beautiful sisters. No fake butt and ass. Like, they casted this shit well. Like, a really, really nice thing. So, even anybody, like, in other words, anybody, whether they big, short, tall, whatever, that's going to be on that show, they're going to show the best. And that's what I like about it. They didn't go over the top. They just kept it real, real, real official. Like, for real, like, Real official. I was very impressed. Very, very impressed. Um, definitely check out that show. It's a definitely good. I watched it. I watched it uh yesterday. Run no, the day before yesterday. Run the world. It's like a black version of Sex in the City. Even better than Girlfriends. Girlfriends was dope. But Tracy Ellis Ross, what I admired about her, I played close attention to Tracy Ellis Ross. If I found out that Tracy Ellis Ross had something done with her body, it was fake, I would be turned off. You know what I mean? Other than her breast, God forbid, like I said, if a woman had breast cancer or something like that, and they had to lose a breast. But Tracy Ellis Ross, I like a woman like that. She hippie, nice small titties. You know what I'm saying? Like her body's, you know what I mean? Her body's just right for me. You know what I mean? Right. That's a perfect fucking body. Like King Hollis said, kill Laverne Cox. <laughs> you know what's fucked up about Laverne Cox like they actually just totally made fun of her name because the, the last name is Cox it's like you know it's a man oh excuse me it's transgender my bad transgender transgender 
Yeah, I'm telling you, watch that show, man. Just, just, just Google that shit. It's fucking amazing. And you know the sisters, and two of them sisters you're gonna know, but they got this one short hair, brown skinned woman. Yo, this Asian dude was hitting that shit. Like they be having some intense sex scenes in this shit. I'm, yes, yo, when you see, yo, y'all watch that show. They got some real good sex scenes in that motherfucker. Couple times, I was like, God damn. Shit, I wish I wasn't this motherfucker, but yeah, fake bodies is whack, man. Don't even fuck with that. And you know what y'all doing? Let me tell you how they do it. So let me give y'all this, right? So on Instagram, right? Most of the doctors are in DR, right? And what they do is you, you it's, it's a private page and you have to get accepted to get into the page, to get into, you know, the Instagram page. I don't know. It's disturbing. Matter of fact, I had a family member. She went and got her body done. And I believe I was part of that because I I used to make bug out with jokes with her, but I never, basically I heard that she was in her mental mind. I don't know what kind of shit this was, but she felt as if I pushed her to get that, which I would never push a woman to get no fake ass fucking body. Um, I prefer you fat, then you do something about it. Lose a couple pounds, wear clothes more accommodating, but don't try to be skinny or try to get yourself sick or throw up. I could tell a woman that used to be thick and maybe lost too much weight. Like there's that look too. So anyway, she went and got her butt done. Yo, no lie. She made it. She fucked the body up. The woman make it worse because they end up having the body look awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like it starts to look awkward. It just, and you know what, when you, you know, I watch a lot of old shows. Like I like watching, you know, stuff from the forties, all that shit. I like watching old stuff when beautiful black sisters was on shows. But like somebody said earlier, I believe, yeah, I think that shit really stopped in the early 2000s. That was it. Once the fake butt shit, cause the transgender community started at first, clearly. Cause my mom told you when we was younger, they were prostitutes and we knew the difference where don't go to Park Avenue, nigga. Like, those is men over there. We learned. Or, you know, to each his own after that's what you was into. But we knew the West Side in the 20s was all women. Like, they wasn't, transgenders wasn't going over there. You know what I mean? It just, they wasn't going to fuck around and get, they fuck with a straight dude and nigga may do something bad to them. So, but we knew the difference because we seen a mode of like, this a little extreme perfection. You know what I'm saying? So now what happened was, now mind these were men trying to fool women. Fool, these were men trying to look like women. So they were putting more effort into it. It was almost like, and this, this is no disrespect of anything. This is more of a, a good thing for the gay community and take this run with it. But I felt the transgenders were putting more into appealing to be a woman when women these days are trying to look too much like a better woman and they making themselves look worse. Does that, does that make sense? I hope I'm making sense with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at a transgender that's really good, you're going to be like, yo, I thought that was a fucking woman. You know what I'm saying? But if you see a woman with a fake body, you're like, come on, boo. Like, that's too much. But meanwhile, she's a real woman. <laughs> Sorry, transgender community. Help me there. But you know what I mean? It, it's that's just how I see it. Like 
like I said, when, back in the day when there was a lot of prostitutes and we used to be in the whips, we knew certain levels in Manhattan. Like I'll give an example. You never went to the meatpacking district ever. Never. Meatpacking district, you don't go down there because that's where the transsexual was. Well, right. And how we learned that was, I remember early 90s, we was cruising down there downtown. And I'm like, how the fuck all these women are down here and nobody's out here? Like, it wasn't like a traffic of dudes. Like, you, you go on the west side in the 20s, there'd be mad cars. And dudes was trying to race to get to the woman. But down there, it was like, okay, it was all these prostitutes and there was a few cars. It wasn't a lot. Until we looked at the faces, like, Oh shit. Cause we were like, something looks weird. Like we're seeing the same thing from the neck down, but then the face, it was like, Oh, these are men. And that's how we got educated. I never will forget that as long as I live. Shout out to Fred Fox. There was this rapper named Fox, Freddie Fox. I think it was a straight pimp. Look him up. And I remember we used to, we used to, um, there was this girl that used to be cool with us named spicy. She loved me, man. You know, I was doing all this shit for years. So anyway, we were actually, um, she was like a prostitute that was close to me and my boy. We never had sex with her, never got down with her or anything. And uh, shout out to Santos. What up, man? Y'all support Santos. He about to do his podcast. He working hard, man. Promote that dude. Just check him out, man. Make sure you subscribe to him so he get his shit up. You know, y'all get, y'all get the notifications. So, um, Shelter came home. Hold on. Pop stop surgery? I don't know what that is. <laughs> that shit sound like some shit they do in a hotel room. So boom. Um, so spicy. Shout out to Spicy, man. Wherever you ever watching Spicy, you remember us in the 90s, me and my bro Winston. We used to be downtown, and every time we left the clubs, we used to go down there to see her. And um, there were days when she was working a lot. Because how we met her, we was on some old, you know, fucking around with her, like, one day when we first got down there. Like I said, we used to drive around. Niggas knew, niggas that was in the 90s driving these nice whips, they knew New York City was a fucking movie. And um, that's how the 90s was. Like, so the west side and the 20s, like, from like 11th, like 10th and 11th Avenue, especially 11th Avenue, was crazy. So we're like 23rd Street to like 29th. That was like prostitute row. Bad chicks. Bad motherfuckers was out there. So no, they didn't have no social media. And um, we we took a, we took, it was like a friend. Like we became friends with her. So she used to love, because she used to, she'll come with us, fuck with us, get in the car, drive around, bullshit. But we never fucked her. She never, I gotta ask Winston. We never did nothing with her. Yep, we never did nothing with her. And, but she was, she used to put us on. So we didn't know back then Rap niggas was straight pimps. Like, niggas was getting money out here. Like, these niggas be having, like, 13 girls of girlfriends. And I used to ask her. So, you know, my interviewing ass, I was used to always ask her. But, like, yo, what is it um, about? Like, that's your man? She said, that's her boyfriend. Like, that's her man. That's her baby. And they would make the money and give all the money to him. So, anything they needed, he would supply it. She used to put us on a lot of game. I used to beat the girls. Yo, shit was crazy. That pimp life was serious. So back in this time, niggas, pimps wasn't. Yup, you remember? You remember? Look, he said, Freddie Fox, I used to go visit my brother in prison. He was visiting Big Lee's Big L's brother. I'm telling you, that nigga was a true gangster. Yo, listen, 
the nigga Freddie Fox got an Instagram, man. Yo, that nigga was a straight gangster, big black dude. And um, the crazy thing was, um, Spicy. She had another name, a real name. Damn, I gotta ask my man. My man, damn, I gotta ask my boy what was her real fucking name. But anyway, man, she was a sweetheart. And um, we used to catch you on days because every time we used to party, what was we partying at back then? Whenever we was going to the West Side, we used to always go see her. So she used to teach us a lot of games. She used to teach us the locations, um, how much money they was doing out there. She'll be talking to us and got to go get a trick, a, 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 a bad night. And she would call us on some regular friendship, like, you know, like boom, boom, boom. But we lost contact to her. Just as I'm talking about it, I'm just bugging right now because she would have been great for a lot of the conversation I got because we could go back in the fucking memory lane. But anyway, she was a natural looking woman. I remember she used to wear a wig. She used to wear like that Chinese Cleopatra look. And um, wigs were dope because you know what dope with wigs? Wigs wigs were the way women used, you know, they used to be in their, um, that's how they put themselves in the camouflage. Like you, you could put a wig on a woman and change her look completely. And I remember that was her thing. She had a nice little body on her, man. So like I said, that's how we found out about the, the, the meatpacking district. So I remember, forget the first time we went down that motherfucker, man. It was a group of them. And I said, something's weird. And then you looked at the faces and said, okay, you start seeing like the nose is a little bigger than normal. The lips was big, especially a black one, like a black, 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 um, transgenders. They got a, you know, they got very, very masculine looks. So their bodies look like females and then they faces. So we was like, we seen them using these things in. They were using hormones and shit, all types of stuff. So now the woman, I'm, I know this had to happen early 2000 because I remember the strip, the strip clubs took a transition. And I think around that booty time, around like 03, 04, it went nuts. It started hitting King Magazine. He said, yeah, Mr. C knows that area. Yeah, that's why we knew when Mr. C was going. And, and, and them, them shits are still like that. Like the meatpacking district, been like that legendary. That's why when Mr. C was down there, you you can't be down. Listen, you can't go down to the meatpacking district, get a motherfucking woman in your car, and not know it's a man. You understand? Like if you see a nigga cruising down there and he dipped through, he dipping through. That's what it is. But if a nigga slows down in 2021, <laughs> come on, and you stop and pop, like, yo, what up? Believe it or not, let's just use a tourist. I can't even use a tourist as an example because what tourists is going, they gonna know the deal. You don't, you 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 gonna know. The point of the matter is, Mister C, when he got caught down there talking about he was just taking her for a ride to use the phone. Come on, my nigga, it's a meatpacking district. I mean, it says it all what it is. Even though the meatpacking district wasn't about, it turned to be a gay thing because originally the meatpacking district is really with the meatpacking district. That's where the meat. Farm is used to see all those trucks out there four or five o'clock in the morning loading up, and um, it was all parked backwards. I remember that the trucks. If you, if you went to a club late at night and you was going home, you could see on the west side highway, you could see all them 18 wheeler trucks, and you see all the big meat trucks putting cows and shit in there and everything. So we learned that from there. Plus, spicy, she was putting us all the game because she was telling us there was a lot of that in the Bronx, it was Brooklyn. 
Mr. C got caught in Brooklyn and Broadway. Come on now. Like, niggas know these areas to stay away from. Like, any straight man knows exactly what the fuck it is. So, and a nigga be like, I don't know. Yeah, you got to know, nigga. Because if you, if you say you don't know, then <laughs> you got to know. You got to know where not to be at. So if you was looking for 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 prostitutes, you know you go to Hunts Point in the Bronx. Um, you would go to the West Side Highway in Manhattan. Sometimes Park Avenue, because Park Avenue was like a mixture. Because sometimes you could go to Park Avenue see a real prostitute, and then you go like in the 30s and 20s on Park Avenue, and then it'd be transvestites. So you know what I mean. But again, my point is, if women are not like if if a nigga get fooled, you could fool a person. With a transvestite, because they they were doing that then. So we're talking thirty fucking years or twenty thirty years ago, right? In the nineties. So if they if the women are trying to fool niggas with bodies now, it's like, how the fuck are you trying to fool this? And I know that's not your ass. I don't even know you, and I know that's fake. So y'all failing. So if anything, the the the, the transsexuals are fooling most niggas or or, or niggas like Mister C that want to believe that it ain't a girl. I mean, it ain't a man or whatever. But if you've seen a situation where a woman goes this far the way a transgender would go, you feel where I'm coming from? I'm just, I'm just, that's all I'm saying. Like, if anything, y'all taking lessons from other women watching them, like, you need to be going to these niggas. Like, they're the ones that started that shit. So transgender community, and I know this for a fact because we knew this dude from Caroline's Broadway, this gay dude, he was real cool. He's a rapper. That nigga used to school us on when rapper was gay, all that shit, but I ain't gonna get into it. But this nigga's real, real prominent in the industry. Like, he worked for a major nigga, but I don't want to blow him up because he, he's working for this person, but he don't want nobody thinking he gay. So that's why he can't say openly who he working for. But yeah, he working for this person, but he was the one that schooled me that transgenders get their bodies done. I heard that terminology in fucking 98. So now you hear a woman saying they're getting their bodies done, and I'm like, y'all doing the same shit the transgenders was doing. That's fucking crazy. Shout out to Rick Rowe. What's your perspective on, Charles Richardson said, what's your perspective on women wearing wigs on hair extensions? I like it. I used to have a girl, right? She used to have long hair. She used to stick her her long hair up in a wig and have a short haircut. Now, she didn't work the haircut, but I like the the, the mode that she totally changed her look. I don't have problems with wigs or weaves at all, hair extensions. I think it gives a woman extra body. Um, a lot of these people we follow back in the day that y'all thinking like that was their real hair. That wasn't their real hair. A lot of them fucking had wigs and hair extensions. Just weave sound fucked up. Weave. See, when you think of wig, you could be, it could be anybody, right? So you think of wigs, you think of like a woman doing a damn, you know, show in Vegas. You think of hair weave, you think of a ratchet bum bitch out the hood with a nappy head. You hit hair extensions, then you could, it could be a white girl or a Hispanic girl, but it's the same shit. We went through the hair extension movement in the eighties. Black women were getting extensions and somehow that weave shit came out in the fucking late eighties, nineties. And it went down there from there. It really did. Booker T. No, I don't know. Booker T. Actually, I have a serious thing for white women nowadays. I don't know, man. They're just a little different. They tend to be more submissive in the bedroom. Your thoughts on this? Um, Shout out to Jay Moore NYC. Um, I love white women. Now, I know some people may say like, oh, damn, Nate, so you don't like this? this is, no, I love white women. I love black women, but I love white women. I think white women are fucking uh, amazing. 
and I feel that they're the most sexual woman in this, all species of women because they take things to a complete different level and they're passionate about it. Like, if I tell you a woman took pee in her mouth and drunk all my piss, what race of woman you think is going to do that? You know what I mean? Like, if I tell you that a woman was let me dump on her face or whatever, what race of woman is going to allow me to do that? They are extremely abnormally sexual. And white women will do anything. Just as long as you with it. They like experience. They like to venture out. They like all that shit. They, they're not limited at all. Um, part of my porn past addiction of watching porn was watching white women. I don't like watching black women in porn. I don't like watching Spanish women in porn. Um, and Asian women, come on. I mean, you know what I mean? Unless she's Americanized and she's dealing with a brother, I can't really get into a bus. But white woman, it's a whole different level in the bedroom, man. A whole different fucking level. Let's not get it twisted, though. Puerto Ricans are freaky, too. You know what I'm saying? Puerto Ricans are eating niggas' ass. Yeah, they'll eat a nigga's ass, I'm telling you. Well, Puerto Rican will lick a nigga's ass and be into it. They into that shit, you know what I'm saying? But nobody more freaky than a white woman. Like, Latin women are right behind them. But anything mixed with white is freaky. She a black woman mixed with white. She Asian mixed with white. Anything mixed with white, forget it. They, they, they Their sex is on a whole different level. Um, Submissive in the bedroom, absolutely. So, yeah. Shout out to OG Panther. What's up, big bro? <laughs> yeah, Meat Packet says it all, right? Meat Packet straight, but that's what it was. It's still that. It's it's legendary. It's been like that. You know what I'm saying? No bullshit. Look it up. Meat Packing District put prostitution. It's you'll see. Eddie Murphy got caught down that motherfucker. A few of them. Few a few celebrities got caught out there and stings. They're not as bad as LA, because I guess LA got their little st- Strip too, but you're just not going to see a woman coming to a transsexual prostitution strip. You're not going to see a transsexual going to a straight one. Like they, they just don't do that. Why would they do that? You know, they could kill like that. You know, believe it or not, shit. A dude to kick a girl out the car. He found out there's a real girl. Get the fuck out of there, bitch. You know, <laughs> imagine that girl getting the car. She's like, she's a woman. Get out of here. You ain't got no dick. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Shout out to J-Mo NYC. Shout out to Big Worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. C admitted it. He, he had to because he, he he kept getting caught in these same, like, <laughs> he kept getting caught in these known areas. Like, we know where you don't, you know what I mean? You could pass through these things in a regular daytime, but when you cruising around and you find yourself and your car is circling the meatpacking district on a Thursday night at 2 o'clock in the morning, come on, man. You know what it is. Again, if you're cutting through because you're trying to get on the West Side Highway or wherever you're going, and yeah, that's what a normal person would do, but no. Nah. Broadway in Brooklyn, same thing. Broadway in Brooklyn and fucking Bushwick, same shit. So as you come off that, this nigga Mr. C was talking about this shit. I just was like, come on, man. You, you got to get on him a little harder than that. He said he was just cutting through because he was tired. He had to catch a nap. Nigga, you don't, you don't, you catch a nap in Broadway and fucking Bushwick, nigga. Are you fucking kidding me? That's transsexual role, nigga. We've been known that. 
you know where not to go. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, people get bored, but you want to cruise around the night and you want to look for some prostitutes in the five boroughs. And the five boroughs, I guess the only place you still can go is good old Hunts Point. Hunts Point is still industrial. You could go to East New York over there by the trucks. They're, they're over there in East New York and um, Brownsville. Over there off of Linden, like the little adjacent blocks. They're over there. Right by the projects. They're over there. Pimps ain't driving Cadillacs no more. Them niggas is driving BMs and Benzes, all that. Shout out to Sir Ism. Oh, I didn't even see my bro. Salute to my nigga Sir Ism. Y'all want to hit some game? Check my man out. Support him. Um, definitely going heavy on the panel. He definitely one of my my colleagues of the game. You know what I mean? You know, colleagues like Jay-Z will tell you Nas is his colleague. That's that's my colleague. Like we, we, you know what I mean? We have the same cloth. What I talk about, we we talk about. You know what I'm saying? That's what we give it up. You know what I'm saying? He know that they're the same situation. Like Girls with fake ass. I'm so nice with the fake body thing. You can't fool me. Because, again, I got to see that video footage. Like, I seen, I I knew Aisha Diaz shit was fake, but I'm saying, I seen Aisha Diaz was in DR about a week and a half ago, and how, how, how the, the, the dude that's always with her, on her timeline, he did a video and he fucked up. It was this one five-second clip. She was walking over to the horse, and I said, come on now, Aisha. You you went too far. It's too much now. Like your legs don't even. And she had on flip flops. You want to watch a woman with a fake body? Tell her to wear no heels, flat slippers. You're gonna see. You're gonna see the leg all regular. The thighs is maybe a little thick, and then the butt is all round and perfect. I hate to tell you, a woman's ass, a big fat ass, does not look like that. Unless that motherfucker's 18 years old, it's impossible. That's why y'all. That's why I don't look right. Yep. So, woman, y'all fucking the game up. Y'all following the transgenders. And they doing a better job for it, a nigga. Y'all doing a worse job because y'all trying to be them than they trying to be you. <laughs> so it's like, got to make up your mind, baby. And y'all getting, and y'all got some monsters out here getting their bodies done. I mean, ugly motherfuckers like. The legs, man, the legs show everything. The legs give that shit away in the walk. My sister's built. My sister's very shapely. She schooled me on that. So this is coming from a woman that's shaped. So I was in a mall with my sister. I seen other girls with fake bodies looking at me like, oh, shit. That nigga's with a girl with a fucking big ass. My sister was like, you could tell in the walk. And I, there was a girl in front of us, and she heard us. I know she heard us. Yeah, see, if you listen... You want to be in control of a situation and have fun. Insecurity is the best. If a motherfucker is insecure around you, then they're under your control. That's why when you call a pretty girl ugly, she believes it because she never nobody told her that. You feel me? I remember I was me and this chick was going at it, man. One chick on YouTube and she did some shit with me. I was like, "You Bigfoot ugly bitch," and she's a pretty motherfucker. But first of all, her feet is big. And I call the ugly bitch because I know she believes that. So you can't just call an ugly girl an ugly bitch because she knows she's ugly. Like, she knows she's busted. So it's like, if she's an ugly bitch and she's being a bitch, she's already mad because she's ugly. The other one struggles with being ugly, but she's really beautiful. But she's really ugly. She believes she's ugly, right? So when you tell a pretty woman she's ugly, 
that hurts them more because they believe that. The ugly chick, she like, nigga, that's nothing. I've been been there, done that. You, you know what I'm saying? So let's, let's say, for example, you got an ugly boss and you're like, yeah, you fucking ugly bitch. If that's why you can't get no man. Yeah, fuck you, nigga. Fuck your mother. She's not gonna feel, <laughs> she's not gonna feel that ugly. Feel me? She knows she's ugly, so it's like, whatever. She knows she's ugly on another level because she's everybody feels that way. Like nobody approaches her, whatever, whatever. But a pretty motherfucker like Aisha Diaz, you gotta be like, you ugly, fake teeth wearing, fake butt, fat feet with no arch bitch. You're an ugly bitch. She's gonna get her feelings hurt. So she's going to have to go on Instagram and put up a whole bunch of memes of life and how people hurt. And she's really going to be like, then she's probably going to put a meme up and say, do y'all think I'm pretty? And you're looking at this like, this bitch must say, of course she's fucking beautiful, but she doesn't think she is. That's why she got on that work. The real way to determine if a woman is a beautiful woman is that. And you got to let a woman know and tell her the fuck when you sit down, is your ass real? Ask her in the fucking day. Look her in her face. Did you, is your ass real? Did you ever get your body done? That's a personal question. No, the fuck is not. That ain't no personal question. If you ask a man, did he ever have steroids? And that nigga says that's a personal question, then that's the fucking answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 125th under the Metro North 2K, Harlem. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yo, you got you know the spots to go to or the spots not to. I'm telling you, you know where the fuck to stay away from. We New Yorkers know that, but a nigga that don't know, you want to you want to play a joke on a dude. Be like, yo, man, y'all looking for some nice looking woman? Yo, man, go over here to the meat pack edition, 14th Street. Good looking out, dude. And niggas all in a cab. Go get him. Go 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 have a ball over there. Well, y'all niggas pulling out them fucking Franks, nigga, having that Frank party. Shout out to <laughs> Shout out to Rick, bro, my nigga right there, man. Um, BBW Latinas are sexy as hell. I love BBW Latinas. But it depends how I'm feeling. Like, today I was on a horny mode of just wanting to fuck something, something sexy, you know what I mean? But sometimes you just want that big old, you know what I'm saying? I like them fat sometimes. All depends on the feeling, man. It's all about how that wind is blowing, man, you know what I'm saying? But big BBW Latinas are sexy. Yeah, nobody fucking with a white woman. Baker will make you wealthy. I'm telling you. See, the thing is about white women, they're into sex. And they're into sex so big that if you can't deliver, they will fucking cheat on you. White woman will cheat on you if you won't fucking. You can't have a white woman with her husband in fucking a year. Black woman, yeah, you know, black woman can stop fucking for three years. Black white woman can't do that. A white woman just not going for that. Like, oh, really? They don't play that shit. Yo, listen, you don't believe me? Watch, 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 <laughs> watch my my show, man. Watch, watch, um, Maury Povich. How many times when they be like, "You are not the father," and the white girl sitting like, "Oh my god, uh, I don't know what happened." And fat girls get it pumping. Y'all niggas are diss fat girls all y'all want. Fat girls get fat girls get dick. Cause a lot of niggas is in the fat girls. Cause it feels good. Fat girls got amazing pussy. You let me let me tell you like this. 
There's not a man that could show me and tell me, yo, I had this fat girl, her pussy was garbage. He's lying. She either had great head or great pussy or both. There's no way a fat girl can have garbage pussy unless it stinks. Impossible. Too fat. It's too gushy. It's too gushy. It's too gushy. There's no fucking way. What I don't like about a weave, it gives me a feeling of, it, d- it does sound disgusting. When I think of a weave, I think of a little nappy head hood rat that just got out of jail. So it does have a fucked up name to it. Or I think of a dark skinned girl that got a weave to her ass and I'm like, come on now, <coughs> You ain't had to do that. You know I don't believe that. But when you see a light skinned woman with long hair, <coughs> right? That's what I used to like about. Shout out to Paul Mooney. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me give you a story about Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. I remember I used to work at um, Caroline's on Broadway. That was my last job. <coughs> on the books. Like legit. We're talking about working for somebody else. That was like my last. I used to work there about like twice a week. You know, two, three times a week. It was fun. I made a lot of connections. You talk about connections. I don't know how it is now, but. So I, to, I worked at Caroline's on Broadway, and this is where I met everybody. I mean, literally, I, re, I remember I met, I met Dave Chappelle, Mike Epps. Um, these are people I met before they blew up. I mean, literally, I remember meeting Mike Epps, and the nigga was outside talking to me. You know what I mean? Just bullshitting. So anyway, Dr. Dre and Ed Lover used to have this big show there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people. I mean... Margaret, Margaret show. I mean, I was around all these people. They love me. So anyway, I used to work the door. So I was in the shows. I was in the show. Like once we get everybody in, we go downstairs. We we watch the whole show for free. We eat for free. I go in the kitchen, get food. It was fucking incredible. And um, anyway, Paul Mooney became one of my favorite comics because Paul Mooney was um. Paul Mooney was a man that it was kind of weird. Like he was like that guy. You ever have that OG that just, you like to hear what he says? Like, I guess some people listen to me and like, yo, they want to just hear talk. Paul Mooney used to talk and do, and do comedy with a, a glass of wine. Just, you know, just like that. Like I just thought of Paul Mooney just as I picked it because a rest in peace to him. Anyway, I really was like, yo, this fucking guy is amazing. And they were like, yo, you know who that is? That's, he used to write for Richard Pryor. So I didn't know this, you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally in there just straight up and down just listening to this man. And what I liked about his comedy, I, I almost could do what he did. Not what he did, but you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Now, I can't say gay dudes only like their ass to get eaten. Let me just stop that right there, jazz fan. That's not true. Because... If you got a girl eating your ass, you can't be gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you like a guy to eat your ass, then you gay. But nah, I disagree with that. That's not true. That ain't true. Some niggas, you know what I'm saying? That's definitely not true. If a nigga got his ass eating from a girl, you can't be gay if a girl's doing it. I disagree with that. So anyway, Paul Mooney um, used to do this performance. And this nigga used to be doing performances, y'all, like two, three hours. It was... He'd sit down and just be going all night. And it was like a unique comedy. 
And I was like, yo, why is it about this man I like so much, man? Like, he was just brilliant. Like, he, he just talked shit off the head and be schooling us about nigga this and that. Because, you know, he used the word nigga a lot. I forgot the name of the show, but he used to have a show that he did that like once a month, man. And, you know, I remember he'll come in there and he'd be late and it'd be Paul Mooney and it was a woman with him and a dude. But he was like on his diva shit because he had, he had um these two people that worked for him. Now they said he was, they said he was, um um you know, I was told he was, you know, whoever he was, you know what I'm coming from with that, but I'm going to respect that because whatever. But what I liked about him was, um, I'm the type of person I could pick up on people. And, and Mr. Mooney, man, this dude was really like this, yo, know, the best storyteller I've ever seen in comedy in my life. I'd never, ever seen comedy on this level. Like, this dude used to have a unique set. Like he wasn't on there cooning. He he used to joke on people cooning. Like I was like, he's a, like he say whatever the fuck he say. And you know what? It, what I liked about Paul Moody, he laughed after his joke, but it wasn't whack. You know, when people laugh at their own jokes. You like get the fuck out of here. Like Mike Epps, he laughs at his jokes, and it's like you're not funny. But Paul Mooney used to laugh at his jokes because everybody else is laughing. Because he just said some wild off the wall shit. Like, he always just went there. And it was almost like I said, he's too black to be in the industry because he speaks his mind. I don't think Paul Mooney left anything out. I had to see, I had the, I had the luxury of seeing Paul Mooney perform at least 15 to 20 times. Like, Literally, I seen it like this man was definitely one of my top comedians from Carolines. That's where I learned him from. Now, even though I was late because I knew that he was Richard Pryor's writer, but I was a fan of Richard Pryor's too. But this dude was a beast. And, you know, they said, yo, Nate, once you get into comedy, you could definitely do it. I said, I don't think I could be a comedian per se, but I know I could engage a crowd all night. Like if I got everybody sitting there drinking and, and and really, really listening, I got stories to tell. Paul Mooney used to just tell mad comedic stories. And then he'll get on the road and do some comedic traditional shit. And it's just dope. Like I, I'm, I feel good to know that I had experienced that. Like there's a lot of legends that I wish I would have caught on to, but I, I had to, I had the luxury of actually enjoying him, man. He was just enormously incredible. What a talented man. So he he continued. Then he was doing the shit. Well, he was doing it on the Dave Chappelle show. But again, I, clearly Dave Chappelle and him used to work out together. And Caroline's like, I, I'm around all these people. It was crazy. So when I started my comedy show in 99, I had Kevin Hart there. I had Mike Epps. I had Tracy Morgan. Like, these are niggas I knew. I, I used to go to BMCC the college with Tracy Morgan. I knew Tracy Morgan when he used to be fat walking around with a propeller head. But Tracy Morgan, these are people I know. They know me. Like, you go to Tracy Morgan and be like, Corey from the triad, big Corey. You're going to be like, that's my man. You know what I mean? This, these are my people. But anyway, um, Paul Moody, man, I'm telling you, that nobody wanted to fuck with that nigga. That nigga was official. I'm telling you. And the thing was, he didn't take no shit. 
I used to be like, how old is this dude? Because I used to get confused because the nigga was on some fly shit. He used to come, he used to wear this uh, stocking cap with no, you know, like a do-rag, but without the rag. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, the silk nylon shit. And he had a long coat. And I'm like, you know, you're fairly looking, fairly young looking dude. So I said, but how did he write for Richard Pryor? It wasn't acquainted with me because I know Richard Pryor. Well, I guess Richard Pryor was sick when he passed. Because he had, um, the, you know, the, the, the MS. But I still couldn't understand because at the time, we're talking 98, 99, Paul Mooney. I was like, how did he write for him? So then I started learning more of him. Once YouTube came out, then I was like, this nigga just never aged. And um, he was just the guy that he gave us the comedy from a perspective of whatever, regardless of his lifestyle, because they said he was gay or whatever, but he was a real one. Like, I'm telling you, this nigga, like, watch his videos, watch his, his comedy. He went there. They couldn't have him host an award ceremony because he would in. He's that guy that's like, oh my God, he's gonna like you see Paul Moody coming to the stage, you're you're going, you're putting your head under the table. The only thing that I didn't get to do, I didn't get to have Paul Moody in my comedy spot. My comedy spot was to try out there to ask anybody. I didn't get to, you know what I mean? Like I, I missed that boat. Because remember, I remember I I knew um Shout out to Patrice O'Neill. He passed away as well. But Big Leslie, you know, Leslie, the actress from Saturday Night Live. I remember I booked her. She was my first act. And, you know, I always talk about this story because I feel so bad about it. But I was like, yo, Patrice had to go up because he he was going to go up and headline. I was going to have his face because I knew him from Caroline's. We built a rapport. And then he was going to skate out because he said, yo, let me go first because I got to do another shoot. Another show, because you know how them comics was. They was going to three, four, five different comedy spots a night. So I'm like, yo, go real quick. And Leslie Jones fucking went off on me, man. She fucking cursed me out. She cursed me out. Fuck you. And you know, you know what I mean? She felt as if like I just didn't respect her, thought she was ugly, whatever, and left. But you know what? You know, you know, I've seen Leslie recently in recent years. And I apologize. She remembered that. Cause when as soon as I apologized, said she did. You know, your apology accepted. So it was weird. It was like, damn, this bitch is mad famous. <laughs> she still remember that. People don't forget. But yeah, ask any of them comments. They were there when Paul Mooney was at Caroline's. If you could even pull up anything on YouTube, just pull up Paul Mooney Caroline. You will see the Caroline's on Broadway. I was there in that room. And it was the only time when Paul Mooney was coming, I told my man, Kurt. Kurt used to tell us, yo, Paul Mooney's coming. I'm like, yo, yo, got to hold me down. So they would hold me down because I had to literally, like... I told my other security dude, yo, just hold me down because I got to watch this nigga's show, man. He used to be having people, yo, they used to hate having Paul Mooney at the show because Paul Mooney used to close out the show and he'll go on. Like, let's say, for example, if his headline was 10 o'clock and the comedy club had closed at 1231, he would ignore the light. <laughs> they would tell the light to stop. Yo, that nigga be going on. And they used to hate because the staff was like they had to stay. They couldn't leave because they had to wait till the people left. So that's a real exclusive part that I'm sharing with Paul Mooney. Um, I'm definitely going to use this clip that I'm going to use on Instagram. But yeah, man, Paul Mooney was a real one, man. So I used to always like it. He'd be at the door, man, because he was late like a nigga. He used to be late. But he used that word, the nigga word, boy. He used to kill that shit. And it was like, damn, he was... 
He was a soft, smooth dude, man. I was like, yeah, I used to always say, how, how old is this dude? Because he had such a young soul. And the nigga was like, like, there was a time when men were intimidating, like that that mood of like a person coming and you stand straight and you like salute to them. We don't have that no more because dudes are just trying to be kids. You know what I'm saying? So like, we don't have dudes checking. Niggas are scared to check woman. You get a woman mad, you get a man mad, then he diss, oh, you fake booty bitch. You gotta let a woman know. Like, if a woman could ask you if you got a job and how many kids you got and is your credit good, you gotta ask her. I need to know if your fucking body's real. And if she has a problem, we don't fuck with her. She should, she should, she should feel that experience the same way I feel the experience of something I never forgot. You know, the same way how Leslie Jones got mad at me because it was a misunderstanding because she was still headlining. It's just that Patrice had to go first, but she didn't want him to go first. For whatever reason, she didn't want him to go and he was leaving. So I'm like, yo, let the nigga go on and then we'll throw Les and Les. So we, we, we kind of lost our headliner <laughs> that night. So um yeah it's 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 just interesting man so it's interesting with these I got tons of stories so yeah can I do a one man show absolutely I could do a one man show all day Mike Tyson did a one man show I was like you got to be fucking joking I would I would kill a one man show I know that but prior to COVID I was supposed to do all this and um at the Triad Theater but unfortunately we was gonna do everything but COVID happened and here I go so a lot of y'all saying now yo Nate just bring us in on the chat I'm like right now I'm trying to just level this because if I keep group chatting then people are not hearing the word and then I'm going to get bored and then I'm going to stop doing this you know what I'm saying and, and this this don't mean my crowd of anything less because it's controversial if they're going to talk about something but who could jump on this chat right now a woman that has a body that she got work done you know what I'm saying that would be good because maybe she could school me and show me blah, 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 and show me the booty and show me the whatever and I'm like ah, well, we can take it from there, but realistically, I know now that I have to set my tone and I know what I can do. And I know I don't want to, I want to be able to be in Paul Moody's position and know that I leave a legacy behind me. Like you really got to know comedy to know who Paul Moody is. Like if you can't even explain it to a person, don't even bother. Like, excuse me. I'm telling you, that was one of my favorite comics ever that lived. I could say Eddie Murphy, you know, classic Eddie Murphy, classic Martin Lawrence, you know, classic Richard Pryor, um, Red Fox, you know, those are all my greats. Classic um, Chris Rock. But Paul Mooney, forget it. I was watching Paul Mooney interviews recently, like just going through it because I knew he was sick because he disappeared and I stopped, I kept... I was watching so much of Paul Mooney stuff, I started looking at dates. I'm like, no, he, I don't think something's wrong. And then I seen this big scandal that happened that it was like, oh, he's gay. And then the two sons came out and they were saying he was like, they was like, what's his position? His two sons. Like, well, he's not in good condition now. I'm like, yeah, that's what happened. Dolomite was official. Yeah, I love Dolomite. The Rudy Ray Moore. I used to watch Dolomite movies. I learned Dolomite through Snoop Dogg. Because Snoop Dogg is a big fan of the 70s. Snoop Dogg is like me. I'm like Snoop Dogg, you like me, whatever. We, we, we're we big fans of the 1970s. I'm big fans of an era. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Women laughing at this plastic surgery. So that's what I'm saying, man. Mr. Paul Mooney was like literally, like when I'm bored, I go, I look through train videos. I watch locomotives. 
you know, entertainment shit, not educational. Educational shit is a whole different level what I talk about, but I'd go into like the thing of watching Paul Moody videos. Cause he just be talking, he be dropping a lot of jewels. You know what I mean? Like literally. And I know that I could do it. I could get on stage by myself. I could get on stage for five hours by myself. Sitting down, chilling, and I'm going to do it. I see that. You know what I'm saying? I see that. I, prior to COVID, this is what I was going to do. I was going to do a one-man show, but I got to make sure that the place holds. As long as I got the crowd and I'm good. <clears throat> I got the crowd, but it, you know what I'm saying? I could do it. I know I could do it. And that's the difference of, you know, that's what I wanted to do. So I got to practice this a lot more. So just do understand where I'm going with this because the more and more I practice this level of being by myself, you know, I got to be comfortable in the room by myself because it's the good Lord is not allowing me to count on people. He doesn't want me to feel as if I got to have people. He wants me to give the gift that I have. So Paul Mooney was, his comedy was educational and whites used to stay there and just watch him. Like I'm, I'm telling you, yo, the, the staff, anybody that worked in Carolinas on Broadway in 98 to like 2000, y'all remember they hated when Paul Moody came because they're going to work late. When Paul Moody came into that show, they're going to work late because that nigga is going to close out and he's going to be there forever. Non-stop. That nigga had material for days and he used to just sit there with his little cup. <clears throat> that cup. You got to have a cup when you're talking. Uh, look at me. I almost choked a few minutes ago. No alcohol. It's water. You know, whether it's a blue cup or red cup, it's just a different size. But yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, he was like a straight... Like, I never seen Paul Mooney without a hat. He always used to... Yo, let me tell you this nigga how gangsta this nigga. Paul Mooney used to come in with a hat, a derby, with the do-rag shit under there like a gangster. That nigga, that nigga knew he was this shit. And he was a big dude. He used to come in with his pimp shoes. I'm telling y'all, I, I, I've seen all this. I const The man used to come in there with his fly-ass gaiters and all that. That nigga was coming through fly. And he had a 70s, 80s fly about him. You know, when you looked at a man's foot, you know, well, that's a man right there. You could tell from his shoes, just big old glossy shoes and shit. And, you know, he come in and boom. I seen a lot. I met a lot of people there, man. Thank you, Big Worm. Yeah, I want to do it. That's what I want to do. I want to be on stage and I want to do this as I'm talking to you. I want to do this. I do. I really want to do it. I don't care if there's 50,000 people. I could deal with a heckler. You know that already. As long as I got my moderators, because the people that came in to see me, there's going to always be hecklers, but you know, this is what I want to do. I have a gift, and I know I have a gift. And I have y'all supporting me, and I know I could do it. I know I could do it. Every day, I, I have a new subscriber. Just here, new name. Every day. So, Paul Moody inspired me to do that type of comedy. Not comedy. Not, not that I'm a comedian. I'm just saying he inspired me to get the confidence to be on stage. He was the one. Because I remember how important this man was to me. Like, all the comics used to run through this place. We're talking everybody. Everybody. 
Paul Mooney, um, who came through on a big, a lot of basketball players, you know, a lot of celebrities. It was, it was, it was just. I remember, like I said, Mike Epps. I remember I met Mike Epps before he got his deal on Friday. I met Mike Epps way before that because I met him in '98. Friday came out like 2000, 2001. Yep. I remember he used to always come through like, yo, niggas is trying to diss me, you know, whatever. He used to always be out there complaining. That nigga exploded. I remember when Kevin Hart was Little Kev. That's what his name was. It was Little Kev from Philly. And the nigga used to come to my spot because he was dating one of my homegirls, the waitress, Jackie. That nigga used to come through. <laughs> Shit was crazy, man. It was, it was crazy. I got pictures and all that. Um... Tracy Morgan is definitely one of the reasons why I came back to the Triad in 2007. Now, I wasn't performing. I was. It was just my show. It was Corey. It was called Corey Corey's Laughing Lounge. But yeah, it was. It was. It was amazing. But yeah, he he's definitely the most influential comic that I've ever seen on stage in person, live. Yep, the most influential comic that I've seen live, definitely. Because even as I'm trying to think of people, I can't even remember. He, he the, the nigga lit up Richard Pryor. No, Richard Pryor lit him up. I remember that. I remember that. I seen that video. <laughs> yep, Paul Moody was the shit, man. I'm telling you. So this death was carrying on about a last, about a year. I, I, I believe when I started, he just disappeared. Because he was doing a lot of interviews. He was doing a lot of shit on YouTube and he just stopped. I knew something happened. He had that voice. And he, yo, white people loved him. Yo, most of his comedy was dissing white people. But it was comedy because black white people have a better sense of humor than blacks. They love when niggas just ran on them. Like, yep. So needless to say, I just wanted to share that with y'all. He was a real dude. Um, I definitely admire him, and we losing our real ones, man. I mean, he was a real dude, man. Damn, a nigga was just official with it. He was a real one, man. I got a lot of respect for that man, and oh, man, it's just crazy. You know, when you see it, like I could see this so clear. I could see the show. I could feel the ambiance. Like I remember the late nights when the waiters and waitresses are pissed off at the corner closing out. I remember when the fucking manager was putting a flashlight and niggas like, fuck you, I see the light there. Nigga, don't tell me to get off the stage. <laughs> I'm saying like, but that was his thing. They just knew when, but he sold his shows out. The shows were sold out. Always. Oh shit, spill water. Oops. Shout out to me. That's 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 for, that's for Mr. Mooney. Just, just pour some pour, pour some water for the man. The men ain't here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, y'all, y'all keep following me, man. What's the name of the show? Tracy Morgan used to be on the early '90s where he used to rag on people. <sighs> I believe Tracy Morgan. I don't know the name of the show, but I will say that I believe that Tracy Morgan is the most underrated comedian still, because I think Tracy is amazingly funny in movies. So that's a real comic to me. When you funny in movies, like damn, nigga, you must be funny because you're funny on stage. You funny movies. like Red, you know, Red Fox was funny on stage, funny in movies. So he was just a funny, funny dude. And um, Tracy Morgan has been in a lot of hit or miss shows that I don't think really took off. 
Um, even the last OG, I think the show is incredible. I love it. You know, but they, they, they say, you know, I'm always thinking of things from a production. I'm like, how can I shoot? I could shoot something like this. But, you know, you got to have a damn crew. <laughs> you got to have a production team. So I can't do everything myself. But um, I like making fun of my myself and other white people. It's funny as fuck. See, Juliana, she likes doing it. And, and, and that's the thing, like, Black folks can make fun of black folks, but you got to think about it. If you got a white dude, a white comedian is able to make black jokes. You'd be surprised how many black people would like that. I just think a lot of white comedians are scared to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not talking about having like, you know, the dude that what's the white guy's name that his wife was taking him to court. We ain't talking about that type of white guy. We're talking about a mainstream white guy. Nobody married to no black woman. But um, Tracy Morgan's a funny dude. He's a very talented man. But you know what's so dope? I watched Tracy Morgan for a long time. I watched his growth. And you know, you can see, sometimes you think a person's so famous they don't remember you. Nah. I always tell you that story when I ran into Tracy at the Lamborghini dealership a couple of years back. And I, that, I knew it's good. They said, whose car is it? Tracy? But I said, tell, tell Tracy Corey's out here. They went in there and got him. <laughs> they went in there and got him. You know what I'm saying? I knew that nigga for a long time, son. Like we 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 went when, when we talked to Tracy Org, Gary Owens. Gary Owens, yeah. I don't like comedians that are black white comedians. I like non-black comedians that go in on a white on a black person. You know what I'm saying? But um, Tracy Morgan, I seen his growth. So when we when me and Tracy see each other, we're talking about some personal shit, and the people on the outside are like, "What are they talking about?" You know what I mean? Cause we're talking about a future, a mutual friend that he may not fuck with no more. But I'm like, your dude was saying, you know, in the nah, that nigga did some bullshit. See, you know what I mean? And my mom, something like that. Then we're like, hey, what up, people? But um, Owens, he's he's aspiring in his way too. Because again, I, I seen him prior to his accident. I seen him after his accident. So he used to perform in my place like crazy. Always popped up. Pop- he, he he put me back. He inspired me to go back and promised he would be there at night and came that night. So, you know what I'm saying? Tracy is definitely, definitely official in my book. He may have his issues with his parents. You know how I feel about that. But for the most part, he's a still good dude to me. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Paul Mooney, man, and another real one. And that's what I say, man. You know, if y'all, y'all women out here, try, y'all keep following. Y'all going to follow the other woman? Just remember who created the fake butts and asses. That's real shit. So stop getting that shit done, ladies. We could see it. We could tell it's fake. You know, it doesn't look good. It just doesn't. It looks stupid. You look weird. I watch you sitting on a beach. I see you walk, sitting on a bike. It just doesn't look good. It just doesn't look good. I don't like it. A lot of guys don't like it. Billy Burr is a funny dude. Billy Burr used to be at Caroline's. <laughs> Yo, man. You name a comic. I'm so on my Paul Moody mood tonight, but Billy Burr used to be in Caroline's all the fucking time. I remember when Billy Burr was n- nobody. Juliana says, someone asked me, if, if was it racist if I said large groups of white people make me uncomfortable? No. That means you grew up in the hood. That's not racist. Black people, we, we, we are very sensitive. You know what I mean? And we got to realize that there's certain jokes that we can do <laughs> and certain jokes that we can, but we also got to realize to have a sense of humor that that shit bothers you. You know, 
you know, I like roast. I love roast. Like I watch roast on YouTube. That's what I like doing that shit too. I go in there and watch roast. It's like, oh shit, shit's hilarious. Nigga sitting there getting dogged by somebody, but you know, you gotta know how to do that. So much love to y'all ladies. Don't fuck with that shit. Don't do it. You know what I mean? Learn to dress better. You want to lose a couple of pounds, fucking work on a diet, go to the supermarket, buy healthier food, drink lots of water, walk, walk, walk. Fuck the gym. You ain't even got to do that. Walk. Do a lot of walking every fucking day. Walk. Get on a bike. Get on a tricycle. I mean, not tricycle. Uh, what's the thing called? Spin cycle. You know, don't, don't fuck with that. I love stomachs, so don't. I'm not in the woman with flat stomach. I mean, unless you fucking a size five, then of course it would look funny with you having a belly. But even then, I like a little belly. I'm not in the stomachs like that. I think it's awkward for me to kiss a woman's stomach if she has a six pack. That's that to me. I don't want to feel that in my lips. So, <clears throat> you know, just keep that pussy clean and shave that motherfucker really pretty and nice and get your feet and nails done. You could keep your legs nice and smooth. You could be a sexy motherfucker with weight on you. You do not need that. And you be you see the difference with a man that's in a natural woman, he gonna respond to you a lot different because he's gonna be all over you. And they're gonna be breathing all hard, <laughs> kissing you, sucking your neck when he fucking you and all that, because you natural. But you know, you see that fake old button, he's spanking and and biting and all that. And then you gotta think about it. You gotta be looking at that nigga like, damn, this motherfucker, this ain't even my ass. You're gonna feel some type of way, because you like, you know it's fake. You got that shit put in there and this nigga thinking it's real. That's, that's just not fair to him. I mean, that's like that's like a girl lying to a guy saying she's a girl and then she really was a guy all along and she had a dick inside and she hit it. That ain't fair. Tell a nigga that your fucking ass is fake. Well, I'm five foot two. I'm 440 pounds. I got my butt and titties done two years ago. I'm putting that shit right out there. Put it out there. Because if you don't, I will fucking embarrass you. That's not cool. It's fake. Fuck you and your fake ass. Fake flat. Oh, tummy tuck. Yo, call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? You want you want to lie to me. It looks weird. You how how is it that you got a tummy tuck and your face is still of a fat woman? It's crazy. Then you try to go to the gym and think we don't know that? Come on, are you trying to maintain that shit? All that water in their face, that neck gonna go right down to that fucking stomach again, and you're gonna be fat. You just wasted thirteen thousand dollars. Cause a lot of people now are getting the work done in, you know, in the States now, because there's a lot of these dudes knowing them niggas is dying across the seas. Yeah. You could go to DR, get your butt titties and ass and done for $5,000, but it's disgusting. You, when you come back off a plane from DR, you see a group of black single men and a group of fucking black and Hispanic woman and a white woman sitting in a wheelchair. That's something you tell me what that means. Come on. Y'all, y'all out of control. Love yourself. It's crazy. Y'all, 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 y'all copying the transsexuals. Real shit. Transsexuals wanted to be a woman. Now y'all want to be them. That's crazy. Remember, they created all that shit. Ask them. Ask them. You think all them hormones and butt implants and them doing that shit? Who was the one putting the, the butt implants in women's asses when the shit started? Gay men. They were doing that. That's the industry. And y'all took it over. Stop it. Be happy who you got. 
Be happy who you are. Be happy what God gave you. Nigga don't want to fuck with you, then fuck him. Nigga with you for your fake ass, <laughs> then you just fucking lie to him. Take that fake ass off and see how you feel. That shit ain't cool. You're pathetic. That's disgusting. Don't do that. If I see a fake ass or a fake fake ass, uh, if I see fake a fake ass or butt transfer, that dumb shit you want to call it, I'm going to embarrass you. Yeah, RuPaul wannabes, man. RuPaul could look like a woman more than most of y'all women. That's crazy. That's fucking, that's crazy when a man could look more like a woman more than a woman because now you want to go get what he got to get. That's, that's confusing. Make up your mind. Yeah, anyway, you could notice that shit. Y'all want to jump on RuPaul's show, go on the drag race. Stop it, ladies. Love yourself. Much love to y'all, man. Please support the movement. Any DM questions, hit me up on Ask Nathaniel. And I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Have a good night. Bless.